are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Take Two, Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, if it's still happening, I don't know what to do, because we're still getting drop frames on uh, the ingest server side. I don't know what's happening. So I'm going to suggest everyone right now move over to our Twitch channel, because the Twitch channel uh, will not be doing that. Um, so if you're in, in our YouTube channel... Uh, for tonight, make sure you just head on over to our Twitch channel, which uh, I will put uh, in the description down below. Give me one second. Sorry for the technical difficulties, as always. Um, I don't have anything to do with it, always. Um, all right, give me a second. Head on over to... www twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. So there you go. There's a link in the in the description or in the in the channel. Uh, hit that up. And uh, I, I promise you that we'll have this version on YouTube uh, up later and it won't have any kicks, kinks or anything in it. So um, that's what we're going to do. So we're just going to be on Twitch tonight, it looks like, um, because of issues. So, so sorry for that. All right, so <clears throat> Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. How's it going, Sarge? How you been this past week? It's been a long week that went by at the speed of light, which was weird. Um, did you play anything, uh, this past week that maybe, because last week we didn't really have a show. We had a show, but we didn't have a show, right? We watched the video game awards, we went over a couple stories, but very few. Um, so what have you been playing the last week? In all honesty, I played very little. I've been doing more video watching. I'm doing research on some topics. And so for like the last week, I really haven't been playing them much. I, I played Hell Let Loose for about an hour, maybe two. And I, I was trying, I, I basically jumped from game to game, squad to squad, because nobody was talking. Is there a reason no one's right? talking? I, I, was I, like, I was trying to be nice. Or something? It, 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 it's, it was Christmas. It's Christmas. I don't want to be mad at people for, no, for stupidity, but I kept changing games. I kept changing squads. Every squad I was in, nobody was saying a goddamn thing. And I was like, how are you guys playing this game? How are you playing this game? Nobody's talking. And I'm like, I'm out. And I left. Uh, other than that, research. That's it. That's all I've been doing. Interesting. Uh, I've been playing. I played. Are we good on the Twitch stream? Are we good on the Twitch stream? We're yeah, good, right? Twitch stream is fine. Uh, YouTube side, for some reason, okay. is, is suffering. And so, um, so what I'll do for the Twitch thing, I'll just, uh, or for the YouTube side, I'll probably just delete what's happening live right now and then uh, re-upload it uh, after the show. Uh, I've been playing Marvel Avengers. 
we've been playing the raid. I've been I've been enjoying the game again, but at the same time, I'm I'm like frustrated with some of the bugs. Now they did go through with a patch uh, after the fact. Uh, we went through the raid on Monday on stream, and then they had a patch on Tuesday, which is supposed to fix a lot of the stuff, uh, a lot of a lot of the problems in the raid. Uh, so. Hopefully we'll go through it over this weekend or on Monday again, and we'll go through the raid on Marvel Avengers. Uh, they are making a couple fixes. They did fix the unit, the units and fragment bug uh, that took away people's units, and they were very. I, I applaud them. They actually did a good job, Sarge. They actually uh, gave people uh, the correct amount back, and if they didn't do it the correct amount, what they did, uh, they they gave it like a um, a range of of what you were going to get, right? So let me bring it up so you, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so this is what they brought, okay? They said reimbursement for lost units and fragments. It said if you are a lifetime units earned were 65,000 or 99.99, you would get 100K units uh, to your account, okay? So if, if you're a person that had 100,000 units, you would get 250,000 back. If you had 250,000, so on and so forth. This is actually a good a good fundamental fix that they did here because they didn't want to they didn't want to give everyone like uh, you all get 250,000 units because uh, of reasons, okay? They they only gave uh, they only gave the one for what you had in in the gist of area that you were. So 100,000 to 250,000, you got 250,000, right? And then fragments all around. Not many people lost fragments. So they just said, you know what? All across the board, doesn't matter what you got. You got 100,000 fragments back. I didn't lose my units, so I, nothing got reimbursed there for me. But I did get my uh, my fragments granted back to me, which was fine. Because I, I lost about 80,000 of them, and they gave me 100,000 in, re in replace. So I got an extra 20,000 on top of it. So this is something they did uh, did well. Uh, one of the things they they didn't do too well is uh which was pretty funny they they came out with a post this post right here um which i thought was pretty funny uh this came out yesterday this is the uh infinity ward uh avenger skin of black widow which is probably an accurate uh skin because her hair is actually short so people are asking for like long hair black widow this particular one is actually short hair but what i thought was funny is that no way home spider-man comes out and chat, you can't type anything to do with Spider-Man in the chat. Okay, you'll get you'll get purged. So don't even don't even attempt or whatever, uh, because people are trying to spoil stuff. So I blocked all words, actors' names, everything. Uh, it will stay like that until the end of the year to give people time to go watch the movie because I protect you. Okay, so this came out. Okay, and the new skins came out today, and this was it. I thought it was a little funny since Hawkeye has a TV show on Disney Plus, and they have two characters in there, Kate and Hawkeye, and they didn't bring out a skin for them, and No Way Home's out, and they didn't bring a Spider-Man skin out of No Way Home. Now, Fortnite brought Spider-Man's skin. Spider-Man and them, the other games brought out the Spider-Man skins. We'll get, we'll get into that in just a little bit, uh, which I thought was pretty funny that Avengers kind of dropped the ball here a little bit, not bringing a Spider-Man No Way Home skin, or a Hawkeye or Kate Bishop skin during the week. Like, literally, during the smack dab middle of Marvel Madness with the MCU's new show, the new the new movie coming out, and they give you a, a movie that's four years old cosmetic of Black Widow. And I get it. 
right? It's it's a good skin. I'm not knocking the skin. I just thought it was a missed opportunity by Crystal Dynamics to not capitalize on what's happening right now in the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe of Kate, and Bishop, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye and also Spider-Man that are out there. So I thought this was a, a missed opportunity by the marketing department yet once uh, again for Marvel Avengers. Uh, but I am, like I said, I'm, I'm building a build with my Hulk. He's, I'm loving it right now. I literally destroy a lot, a lot of things. I'm not one tapping any boss or anything like that, but I'm building him up and I feel a lot better about my Hulk now. Uh, I can go through the raid. That's not the problem. He was raid ready the first time he went through. Raid is not really about power. It's more about puzzle figuring out and stuff like that and getting through. And then the final boss fi uh, battle is is about power, um, about knocking, uh, getting his, but he's mitigated. So like 25%, you can go past it if you're doing a massive damage, but 25%, uh, you get you get pushed out and you got to do it again. Uh, so there's that. Um, that's, that's the Marvel Avengers game I, I've been playing. Uh, Marvel Future Revolution just came out with an update. So we've been playing that as well. They have a new character called Magic, um, which is, uh, she's super OP. Like, she is, she's awesome to use. Fun character. They have another event inside the game where you're, you're doing the, um, against the Sinister Six. Uh, it's an, an event that you can do. Uh, the rewards they switch, switched up. A lot of good things they're doing in Marvel Future Revolution, but we'll talk about that uh, on my normal stream uh, when we do that. Uh, and the last thing I've been doing, another Marvel game. I'm all Marvel. I've switched all to Marvel, Sarge. Uh, I'm playing. I get it. I'm playing Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is over a year old now. But for me, it's perfect. I love it. I got it on sale, and uh, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. Absolutely loving the the whole the whole game. I love the the first one. Now I played Spider-Man. Now if you remember two years ago or a year and a half ago, Sarge, they changed the actor that played inside the game. Okay, they they changed the actor inside the game, uh, actual face. Okay, so I played Spider-Man before they made the change. So now I started Miles Morales up and they made the change. So now the Spider-Man that I was used to is no longer the Spider-Man. It's kind of weird because he's he looks younger than Miles, and he's supposed to be like, I don't know, six to seven years older than Miles, but he looks younger than Miles. Um, I'm liking the game so far. Uh, I've played, um, we're 79% done with the uh, with the completion of the game. Uh, we're going to be playing it after stream today, tonight, to, to try to maybe finish out the campaign tonight. If not, I'll do it tomorrow night. Um I'm loving the game. I love the traversal in the game is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the swinging, they've upped it. And this is what I always say about video games, right? Like Spider-Man 1 uh, was awesome, just the, the traversal. But Miles, you get to, if you hold the, the square button and then the, the left stick, you get to do all these like different like tricks and different uh, poses while you're swinging, which is really cool. It's just a... Uh, but they put they put sa uh, fast travels in the game now, which I will never use because wh why, why do I want to fast travel? I want to be Spider-Man. I'm swinging through the thing. They do a really good job of, of in the last game, it was like the same type of missions over and over, right? So like you did a main mission and then you do a side mission, but the side mission was like stop bank robbery or uh, stop uh, carjackers or whatever. And it was like the same thing. This, they added a little bit more different type of of of, uh, of battles or missions to go on right so while you're going on um i don't know if the twitch now has stopped uh, on or is it just me i have no idea um 
so basically they have like uh, fetch quests beat up quests stop the carjackers quest they have uh little 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 missions around like save uh the clean the pipes like the, the the water treatment plant needed help so you help that help a window washer there's like you're a friendly neighborhood spider-man you're doing you're doing little tasks here and there and i find it very cool because while you're doing a main mission after the main mission another main mission won't pop up right away it's like hey do some side missions go about go check it take a look around yeah take a look around respect the, the design that they did in the game uh there's Things to find, collectibles. There's like little uh, time capsules you have to find. There's little uh, hideouts you have to find. There's little uh, packages you have to find. And as I'm progressing through the game, more things pop up. Like different things pop up. Like a little harder, uh, little races. They little... did a better job at spreading the wealth. They did yeah. a better job of, of making it feel like there's more variety of items. See, for me... I will never fast travel in a game like that, like you said, because of the swinging around. Mm -hmm. See, I think that once you get into a rhythm and start going through the city and just trying to looking around, I think the old, old theme song from like the seventies cartoon should kick in. Well, when, when you're doing that, when cool. you're doing the, the rhythm and yeah. you're going through the city, I think that song should pop up in the background. Not loud, not like super loud. Right. Right. But the old, Junky, like dirty rock version. You know which one I'm talking yeah. about. Like when you were a kid, some of you know which one I'm talking about. There's another version of it, but I'm talking about the old crusty version, right? Where the Spider-Man was dark and and the, and the animation looked like a dark comic book. Well, right. I think I think you should go around, and then what you should do is when you get near when you get near one of the actual things to do next, like the song will end, like like you land, right? Right. You just land and it just stops. Right. Yeah, you're right, uh, Viking. Miles feels more full. But at the same time, the story is not as good. Okay? And I'll, I'll talk about that in just a second. Um, and I'm not done with the game. I'm, I'm not, I don't hate it in any way, shape, or form. Um, what's cool, Sarge, did you see Spider-Verse? Did you see uh, uh, Into the Multiverse? The Spider-Verse no. movie with Miles Morales? No. no? So he no. has his cosmetic in the game where if you switch to that okay you look like the actual animated movie okay it's at 24 frames it like it's very jaggedy right it's really cool and when you start punching people you see the comic book pow slam type stuff and it's really wicked like it's really cool right i like i like it a lot while i was swinging and doing this stuff and fighting i was like god damn and i just thought how good Marvel Avengers would have been if if not even Marvel Avengers if someone comes out with a comic book game I I would love if some comic book uh game would come out from some awesome developer okay that make it like a comic book like Miles Morales when you switch to his costume and you punch people in the game it says bam pow slam like it does all this stuff right I think it would be very cool Enough with this realistic, like, gritty type of stuff. Like, I'm reading a comic book. It's a video game of a comic book. I would love to see the Marvel Avengers make a game, comic book style, where you just bring in a shit ton of people, okay? So, so many. I hope that the Marvel Online universe that they're making, like the DC Universe Online, they make Marvel's Universe Online. I hope they make it comic booky. okay? 
I just love like I love the way they look in um uh Ultimate Alliance. I like the cartoony style of comics, man. Like I don't need my Hulk to look like he's like in Grand Theft Auto, right? The graphics look great, but I don't need him to look real. I I want to fantasize about being the Hulk, the comic book Hulk. I think it would be very cool if they did something like that. Going back to Miles Morales, I look Miles Morales, and I know this is going to bring up a big topic here, Sarge. A lot of people are going to be like, this guy is racist. He's He doesn't like Miles because he's black. No, it has nothing to do with that, okay? The, the original conversation about Miles Morales is a tokenized character. He was made because of the Obama administration that was when he was in office. Uh, they looked at Obama being such a... Uh, the, the spotlight was on him. They're like, we need more characters to represent what's happening in the country now. And they literally made Miles Morales, okay? He got bit by a spider just like Peter, but he has better abilities, right? They're trying to make him better than what the original Spider-Man was, and they and they try hard. They try hard. I, I do like Miles' character. I liked him in the movie uh, of the multiverse, right? Spider-Verse, okay? I love that movie. I like that story. The story that I'm playing right now is very transparent. It's very, like, copy pasta. Like, it's just like, insert person here, his powers, because of the video game. It's like, uh, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Oh my God, I'm going to get caught. Oh, and camouflage, right? And he go he has camouflage ability. And uh, he has electricity ability. And it goes, now they they've done a really good job of, carving this story out based on his abilities right so like you have to charge up little reactors and stuff like that throughout the game and i i like that aspect of the game but the character itself is just like i as i'm playing you guys can see me doing it live okay i was like oh she's the bad guy oh that person's this oh this person's this it's very very uh what's the word i'm looking for sarge it's very um I don't want to say simplistic. It's, it, it's, it, I say transparent. Like it's, it's just easy to to guess what's going to happen because everything's been told before, and they're trying to wedge this person into this role of of Spider Man. Now, uh, there's a don't make waves. Don't don't make waves. Insert people into the same story. Different right, people, right. same story. Don't get me wrong. Out of all the characters they've they've tokenized and stuff, it's probably the better. It's probably the better of 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 the bunch that they've created in in the in the so called last couple of years, right? So they made him in what uh, I think 2014 is when he came about in the in the in the uh, in the comic book industry. Uh, 2012, 2014, I think. Uh, I think it was like a year or two after Obama got in. Well, it was 2008. It was 2012 of his second term when he came into his second. But they term. thought about it. Before yeah, they, they released talked, it. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so I do love the game though. Insomniac has made the more I play this game, the more I want to play Spider Man Two, the more I want to play Insomniac's uh, Wolverine. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about where this company goes with this character. I have nothing bad to say about the game. The game right now is just really fun. It's a it's the action. I loved I loved the traversal. I love the, the action. The combat the combat looks very similar to the first Spider Man, and it also the combat reminds me of the Batman, except it's done the Spider Man way, not the Batman way. Right. They did a really really good job on the combat, right? And it 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 could be just 
slappy slappy combat and no. it would just feel cool because it's, you're spider-man it feels so but good there are but there are combos that you learn as you play and if you string them together it's like you're the ultimate badass yeah right yeah. it's not just a slap happy combat system they, right they've you taken the moves you they've taken what rocksteady did with batman and i think they've made it even better okay like to me this is the standard of comic book superhero type games like when you're playing the combat is just so good intuitive even if you you're smashing buttons okay you feel like a badass it makes you feel good okay but if you know what you're doing you feel even even better better. yes it makes you feel even better um the, the slow motion that they do and i know that that I'm not, I, I would never compare this Spider-Man to the Spider-Man they just released in Marvel Avengers. You, you can't do it. One is solely on one character. And Marvel Avengers, after all the shit they get, they do a really good job of the combat. But goddamn, Insomniac has nailed the combat, just like Rocksteady did with Batman, with the, with the Arkham series. The Spider-Man series is phenomenal. Like, if you guys have not played this on the PlayStation, I have a PlayStation, okay? And I've only played three games on it so far. And one's God of War, one Spider... Oh, I'm sorry, four... Yeah, three games. And one Spider-Man... Well, four games with Marvels. Three Marvel games and God of War is the only games I've played on it so far, okay? I played God of War, which was a phenomenal game. Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man that came out back in uh, 2018. And then Miles Morales. It's phenomenal. It's one of yeah. my favorite, yes, that's how I favorite games I've ever played. That's how, that's how I feel about uh, the PlayStation. Like, when I finally get one, and I don't, I don't get scalped to get one. When I finally get a PlayStation, I already have the list of games that I have to play that, that are going to last me probably a year, maybe more. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Zero Dawn and the sequel. God of War, right? The, the uh, Sekiro. The, the, Sekiro, uh, yeah. The, the, the Sekiro. And no, no, the, the no, other no, Japanese you're, one. You're talking about... It's uh, the other one. There's two of them. There's two. Yeah, you're talking about Sucker Punch. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know. There's too many. Yeah. Hang on. Give me, let my brain work. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Thank you right that the, they look phenomenal like that is what a next gen game should be on the system yeah but i'm playing like, it on the old, but, but i'm playing it on the playstation 4 i don't no, even I have know a PlayStation well, I'm 5. What, when i get the five like i already know what i'm getting so it's it's, it's gonna be a good day the the day. the oh, uh, half of them half of them will be on sale it'll be perfect well here's the thing right i haven't finished this game yet i've put about four eight no seven I bought about 11 hours in right now, right? It's about 11. I'm, I'm pretty close to the end, I would think. I think I'll probably finish it tonight, right? I I think this game is is shorter. It's obviously shorter than the last Spider-Man. I call this a DLC. I know it's a standalone game. It's no dig at Miles Morales or anything like that. It it, it just feels like a DLC. Like, conveniently, they, they, they have Spider-Man go on vacation, and that's why you're the only Spider-Man in town. Uh, while he's overseas, so you get to be him. Uh, when Spider-Man 2 comes out, you're going to be playing both characters. Um, like I said, it's a phenomenal game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And this is a game that I just love to play. I played the other Spider-Man t- two times through, and I have a 99.7 completion. I'm missing like one or two things that I have to to do in that game to complete it. I'll probably do the same with this. Uh, I, I don't want to play this game where... It's like a live service game, right? Like they've updated this game, like I think it's like fourteen times in the over the over its course of the of since two thousand eighteen with the other Spider Man game, uploading every time they had a new movie, they put new new cosmetics in. Uh, they gave DLCs to it. 
I I think they've done a, a fantastic job, and I don't want to play this game like it's like a Destiny. I play the game, play the story, enjoy it, and put it on my shelf, and go, man, that was a good, that was a goddamn good game, good game. Okay, that that's that's a worth a buy, and I got it on sale, which is even even better. Okay, so if you haven't played either of the Spider-Man games, if you like the Batman Arkham games, I know it's not the same developer, but Insomniac right now is is got my goodwill of whatever they come out with. It's a purchase for me, not a pre-order because I won't pre-order anything. But anything they create, I will I will I will buy and play because they've proved to me that they're they're phenomenal. They're in my eyes, they're one of the top companies right now making video games. Um, I don't care who they, who, what console it's for. I'm a gamer. I don't care if it's, if this was for Stadia only, I would, I would play Stadia. You see what I'm saying? Like, like I, I don't care, bro. No, Stadia. I'm, I'm, I'm being on. serious. If Insomniac was a Stadia exclusive company, I would, I would play Stadia just to play their game. All right? It's, it's, it's fantastic. Wolverine says the God of War PC port is beautiful. Yeah, Insomniac right now is what we we wish that CD Projekt Red was. Okay, like they're just top tier. They're top tier. Okay, not very many glitches in the games that I've played for Insomniac. Okay, not even in their older stuff. Right, there's not there there's not many bugs and glitches. The game comes out and it works. Okay, it's and it, it's it's a beautiful. The traversal's second to none. They they beat the traversal back in the in the old Spider-Man games by. Ten times. This is the standard now. This is the standard for, for, for Spider-Man games. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing the Spider-Man. We'll finish that out tonight, probably, if not tomorrow night. Um, let me get to the uh, let me get to some of the stories here. Let me bring up let me bring up one of the first stories. Uh, one of the first quick stories we'll go over, Sarge, is that Minecraft is one of the most popular games. No, that one of is the most popular game known across the world. If you're an adult, if you're a kid, it's it's just it's, it just is, okay? So Minecraft videos now have 1 trillion views on YouTube, but the most popular ones aren't actually made in Minecraft, okay? YouTube has has shared stats of the most popular Minecraft videos since 2010, and there sure are a lot of music video parodies, okay? Minecraft has been around over a decade now. And in the time Diamond Axes and Creepers Steve Blocky head over and become ambiguous and has also been all over YouTube today, the platform is celebrating over 1 trillion Minecraft video views with some impressive stats about the main creation to date. Uh, the milestone, YouTube has pulled together some of the visual representations of the biggest Minecraft videos on the platform since 2010, and they broke down in categories. I expected to see like survival, survival multiplayer, or speed runs, but also join the likes of role play and animation. Although popularity variety uh, varies from country to country, the YouTube has also shown the constantly dominating categories over the years and has been animation and nearly 5 billion views in both 2020 and 2021. The animation label in home to a lot of different Minecraft videos, the biggest which are, aren't actually made in Minecraft, coming in at 178 million views to date. And this animated short uh, in which Minecraft memes uh, cryptid uh, Herobot Herobrine, uh, Herobrine, I don't even know uh, what that is. I think it's the Herobrine. Uh, various monster families uh, competing to see who's the strongest. 127 million views in the videos from 2018 about uh, about stick person uh, playing. Uh, let's see what else they have here. 
Uh, it says a parody song in 2017. They also shared experience nostalgia in the comment section of the video. Like, so all over the decades, these videos have just. There's still millions of people playing this game every single day on multi multiple platforms on Steam and Java, on Xbox, on mobile. Uh, obviously, Sarge, it's been here for 10 years, so this is not a fad, right? This is this is this is here to stay. Do you do you think do you think it's it lasts? Do you think it stays? Do you think Minecraft has that longevity of Mario? Oh, for sure, because it fits in the same kind of classification as Mario. Minecraft is for starting out kids who like to build things and use their imagination. And you don't have to have the actual blocks that you step on at two o'clock in the morning. It's just in a computer or on an iPad or on a handheld at this point. And so that type of building block, no pun intended, for a kid to grow up playing Minecraft is definitely the gateway drug into playing video games. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think this continues on. Do you do you see that? I mean, let, 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 let's 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 look at it a different way. Let's look at it a different way. If you believe, if you believe that it's a fad, then they paid Mojang too much money. Right. right? That's how you know. Well, that's they, how they've, you know. they've made that money back. Do you do you no, feel? No, I know. I know that. But it took the amount of money that they gave him to buy it, to buy the rights from him to buy it outright, it like, it and like, for him to go disappear on an like island someplace, dollars or something like that. Right, right. That's like okay. So imagine it just for think it, think of this for a second. How much did George Lucas get for Star Wars? Seven. All the years. Seven. All the years that he put in before he got that number. Oh no, actually. And then didn't he give? Yeah, hold on. Let me let me. And then look how much Mojang got for Minecraft after how long he worked on that. And that's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, so Lucas sold for $4 billion. Okay. Lucas sold for $4 billion. $4.2 billion. I think that's the number I had in my head. For, okay, and, Mike, and, Mike, and Minecraft sold for $2 billion. For $2 billion, Right? So, but, but Notch didn't work on it for 30 years. He worked on it for like four <laughs> well, more like six because it no. was out. It was out. Two thousand eight is when he started working on it, right? and then he sold it to Microsoft in two thousand twelve. Okay, for two billion dollars, right? So it, he went into a cave somewhere and came out a millionaire. Yeah, or a billion, me, billionaire. A billionaire, a billionaire. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which so, goes to show you, which goes to show you, if you are truly passionate about something. Right? And you don't involve 75,000 other people to try to steal it from you, and you actually just go off into a corner and work hard for what you want, it is possible. Do, the, do, the, issue, think... the issue I see, the issue I see is that Minecraft went from a simplistic building block game for children that all children could share across the entire world until the it turned into the most giant microtransaction farm for kids. In the entire it's, universe, it's actually not that bad as far as what you can do and what. Have you, get you not from... seen the I, pages I, in the store on that? I, Come yeah, on, yeah, man. I have seen it, but they're what they give you for Come the micro for micro transactions. They're literally micro. They're not. They're not ten, fifteen dollars well, of stuff. That's because Timmy okay. and Timmy and. <laughs> But they, they Sally give, no, but they give only a lot. have pennies. They no, no, they're looking they, around the house looking they, for stuff to give to give mom and dad. Of, so they they give a lot of stuff for free. And 
when they do sell something for like $8, $9, $10, you're literally getting a world that was someone built. And there's stuff like stories and stuff inside the world. You're not just paying $10 for a skin. Okay, so they, if anyone's done it correctly, it's been Minecraft as far as microtransactions are concerned for what you get bang for your buck. You're not getting $25 a skin, right? You're literally getting a world it, what, with 10 characters, with a texture pack. Yeah, with, but what makes it... Yes, but what makes me laugh is it's so it's it, it looks beautiful, but it's done so basic, and yet it's so profound to so many kids. Oh, of course. Well, right. It's it's so basic. It's just blocks. It's blocks, right? So the only way you can start to see the detail that an adult would actually enjoy is when you look at those sites where you have the professional builders and they build giant things with the blocks with the textures. So faces have to be really big. Things have to be really big. So the individual box are the, are the details in the actual item. Like otherwise it's just blocks. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a bunch of blocks. Uh, Krebsy to answer your question, uh, Lucas sold the entire thing. Lucas sold Lucas arts. Uh, like Disney owns the building, the rights, the names, everything, the fire, yeah. the trash, the, <laughs> the, um, the oil, the, 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 the intergalactic dumpster fire. That is Disney. But a question, they own it. Yeah. question Sarge for you is, do you think that Microsoft takes Minecraft and they make a Minecraft two? Or do you think they just continue on with Minecraft and keep expanding? I, I don't. The, the law of business states that you milk the item for as much as you can until you reach a saturation point, and then you're going to have to discover something new to do, something transformative, in order for you to make a sequel. That game is way too basic, and it's way too easy to add on to for you to cut off the head and say, we're done with this one. Here's a brand new one. There's not much to it. You can keep adding stuff for that forever. Which they have been. Like they remember, been. remember, remember the 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 way to construct the high level items. Then it became this magic system. How kind of what kind of potions Enchanted, I can right, make? Enchanting and stuff. Like the yeah. enchanting table, like all that started. Like it started getting nuts. Now they've right? expanded the board by double. You could have you could have took all that and say, hey kids, Minecraft too. Get this, this, and this. But you don't have to. You just keep putting it in. Yeah. More skins, putting it in. More skins, more tablets. More they, things. they, uh, they, they just, they just expanded. Fine. They expanded uh, Minecraft from 120 blocks down to 240. So they've doubled the size of the. So of now the, it takes me even longer to die. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, Minecraft Dungeons just did an update this past week where they added a 34 tower system, and I played it earlier, and I loved it. So basically, you don't get to take your character into Minecraft Dungeons, right? Like, you have your character in the main game, but you go across, like, the main hub, there's this bridge that they expanded now. You walk across, and you go into this door, and it's a 30-floor uh, board. You have to clear the floor out, and then you move to the next floor, and there's, like, checkpoints to get out. You only get three yeah, deaths. It's like the Tower of Babel. If, if you die three times, you're done. You can't make it. You only get rewarded if you go to the top floor. So you have to go through all 30 floors, Okay. Um, you start off with a basic it's character. A testing ground. You, you start off with a basic character, and as you clear each floor, you get to pick one of the. There's there's six items you get to pick from. You get to pick either new armor, new weapon, new bow, uh, or new uh, new enchantment things that you're going to use. You only get to pick one. Everything else locks, and then you go through the next level. You kill everything, and then you you constantly level up your character as you go. It's actually a pretty cool system. It's actually done really well. 
Uh, there's companies out there that have looters that should look at Minecraft Dungeons because Minecraft Dungeons is actually doing looters correctly. They respect the player's time and there's intentionality in this game where I don't, other I, looters I have I no idea how the fuck to make a looters uh, a looter but yet minecraft dungeons is doing it correctly looters have been out for a long time there's two or three studios that have done that have done what a looter is supposed to be very well and it just seems to me that the people who are up and coming or making new games that want to be in the looter genre because they want those microtransactions learn nothing yeah I, I don't get it i don't get nothing it. like how do you how do you not look at borderlands and not see the loot system how do you not look at Diablo? Like, you and know what they the did? System? Let's do the opposite like, of that. <laughs> like they don't, it's, they, they're so, for, okay, let's start at the top. Remember when a game would come out, it would have a mechanic or something in it that was really catchy and cool. Everyone would love it. Yeah. And then from that point on, other games would incorporate that type of thing. And the gaming as a whole got better, right? Right. Because they, they found out new ways of doing things and what's cool, what's not cool. And we were doing that for a while. Now, all of a sudden, everyone They hit a, they hit a ceiling. They all, hit a ceiling. All their ideas. Yeah. Right. They, they hit a ceiling. Everyone covets their, their ideas. Back it down. Their mechanics. They patent it. They, so you can't have it. You can't have it. And so now we're like, we're like what, do you, what do you mean you're patenting the mechanic? What, what are you talking about? Like, they're so scared that they're going to lose market share or someone's going to buy a different game other than theirs because of the mechanic right that they're freaking out like what happened what happened over the last five years that that were patenting mechanics what happened well didn't i'm didn't, confused didn't the uh um... right are you are you saying to me are you saying to me that you believe that if i don't patent this idea so other games don't no, use nobody it, nobody can use it that you're afraid that your your team is so bad that someone will take this idea and make it better and you're going to be in trouble because you don't want to try to be better. You just want the item and not have to work for it after that point. It was, once again, gaming is an art. It's an art. Right, can you it's imagine? It's not a business. You're it's like, not a business I drew, first. I drew this art. I drew this, uh, this picture with a pencil and now I'm patenting the pencil and no one else can use the pencil. Right. Nobody... Nobody's going to copy Picasso and get away with it. You know it's not Picasso because Picasso's fucking dead, okay? You know it's not his. There are people in the world who know what Picasso paintings are, and they're priced accordingly. We're talking about art that sells. I make a game in a genre that I want with the mechanics that I want, and I present it to the world. Right. And as a people who game, right, look at it and go, picture the snobby guy in the art room right it's the same yeah. except now you have now you're playing Reddit it. and twitter right. okay they sit there they look at it they go hmm it seems good characters are bright movement is good it's a bit pedantic i give it an eight like that shit is going on right it's a fucking video game right. but it's art first yeah then it's a business they have turned it into that it's a business first fuck the art and right. we'll patch it along the way that's the difference yeah, that's where we are. That's why it's that's why it's so crazy now. Like, what? Who is it? It's is it EA? I I think it's EA who's patenting, right? Is it no, PlayStation? No, well, Sony, 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 Sony's, Sony's patenting a couple things. Thanks, Nash. Thank you, uh, Sony. So 
yeah, the Nemesis system. We're going to talk about that, Viking. Uh, the the um, the patents are coming from Sony for certain things. I know uh, Activision's patenting a couple things. EA's patenting a couple things. Uh, the Nemesis system. Like all of a sudden, know, everyone's starting about. to put up. We're putting up walls now. We're putting up walls. Oh, I got this. I I got car games. You can't have the cars. I got this. Like what? What are you guys talking about? Yeah. So talking about the Nemesis system that Viking brought up. Uh, so the new Wonder Woman game that they showed last week from from the from the video game award show that the little trailer that we got for it uh, that will be using the Nemesis system. Now, if you guys don't remember what the Nemesis system was, it came from the the uh, Shadow. What was it? The Shadow. Um, Shadowlands, Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of Mordor. Is that, was it Shadowlands? Is that what it was called? Oh, I thought it was called Shadow of Mordor. It, I thought that's what it was called. Oh, that's what it was. You're correct. You're correct. They had the Nemesis system uh, in that, and this system will be using it because why? Didn't they? Didn't they patent uh, Middle Earth Shadow Shadow of War um, with the I Nemesis mean, wouldn't, system? Wouldn't Wouldn't you want a Nemesis system in a Marvel game? I mean, well, wouldn't well, that be? Automatic? They're the only ones that that can use it though. Right, they 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 created it, and they're they're the only ones that can they can use it. And I guess you can look at it and smart, go smart AI that makes the game a lot more fun. And the guy remembers you and calls you out and says dirty shit to you. It's great. Yeah, it was patented. It, it's a cool system. It's a it's a cool system. So here it says, uh, you didn't think Warner Brothers would sit on a controversial patent, would you? They never used it again, did they? Uh, uh, so originally, part of the Middle Earth titles of PlayStation Four has been confirmed that Monolith, the new Wonder Woman game title, will also feature an Nemesis system. The game will also be a single player and tells the origin story or original story of the DC universe. Now, while the announcement of the trailer gave very little away beyond the look of Wonder Woman herself, the accompanying YouTube description reads a single-player open-world action game that will introduce an original story set in the DC universe and allows players to become uh, Diana and in the fight uh, to unite her Amazon family with her humans from the modern world. It goes on to explain the Nemesis system will allow players to forge deep connections with both enemies and allies as they progress from a heroic fighter into the, prov uh, the proven leader. The feature has presumably uh, been upgraded in the years since Middle Earth Shadow of War with the new hooks and ideas. The team is now hiring various roles on the project, suggesting Wonder Woman is still at least a few years off from actually releasing so yeah this is a patent that they 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 took and they've they've kept and now they the, the only person that can use it is them again with their other other games so hopefully they do a really good job with this because in in uh middle earth it fit right the the, the nemesis system fit obviously because they built it from the ground up for it um now is there some sort of i know I, I never played um um was it called Dying Light? Wasn't there a Nemesis system or something along the lines of a Nemesis system in there? Or was it more of a... Um, now, chat. I'm asking you. I'm asking the question to chat because I know Sarge, I don't think, played Dying Light as well. Wasn't there a mechanic in there? It's not called a Nemesis system, but you build up relationships and, and whatnot with with factions or characters, don't you? In that? I don't... I don't think it was a patented system. I think what they did in that game, because it was a big deal at the time was they were telling you that there were different storylines that were going to happen based on your decision. So if you sided with the, I guess, the morally just people, there'd be like windmills and the planted gardens. Sort of, sort of like what like, Fable or, did Or if you, pick the, if you pick the authoritarian guys, like there were like red flags everywhere. They tax you for getting water. 
like the 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 city would change it's almost like the it, it was an upgraded version of a fable, fable. Of fable that's what i said yeah a like fable, fable. yeah yeah. What what is that? What is that system called though? There's a system. I'm not. I'm not sure if it was really a system. I got to be honest. I think it was a good idea that they had come up with, but I don't know if it was an actual system that was able yeah, to be call patented. It, they call it something. It's not paths. Uh, well, they, they 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 like to name their stuff when they make something cool. Yeah, which it was, is what it they was, do. But anyway, what I'm saying is, hopefully, with the with the game, and obviously they're building it around Wonder Woman. I hope the Nemesis system fits correctly in there. And I, and I really wish they could make other games with the Nemesis system. I think it would be pretty cool to have, you know, like you said earlier, right? Like in a Marvel game, wouldn't it be cool if like the villains and the, and the heroes, you have like different relationships with them or a game like, let's say Mass Effect, right? If like, the next Mass Effect came out and it had a Nemesis I'll, system in there, that would I be I will give you an cool... example. I'll give you an example. The, the game as you know it, should end and the new version should be put in its place and when i when i mean that when i when i say that what i mean is is that if you're playing through a game you're learning the game as you play you're leveling up you fight a boss you kill it you, you, get, you get an ability from him or an item from him it helps you in the game for something else and you progress through the game this way as like a staircase and the higher you go the harder they get and as long as you've been progressing normally or or trying to progress in a meaningful way when you reach the next plateau, you can defeat that boss without a problem, right? If you've been slacking or trying to rush through the game, you get gear checked, what they say, or whatever whatever term they're using now, is you basically get gear checked and you get, you get stomped and you got to keep playing. See, now, I think that as a game should end, right? I think we're past that now. What I see when I looked at you playing Spider-Man or you guys playing Avengers is I see that when somebody's playing a video game and as they play through the game, based on the decisions that they picked in the game, right? Leads you to a boss, right? Right? Leads you to a boss. Like you don't know the boss is coming, right? You're just, you're doing up a storyline. You're following this. You make a choice from here. You make a choice from there. And then all of a sudden, like you realize at some point during this string of, of quests that you're doing that you realize that it's getting a little bit more tense because you're having to do like more things that are a little bit more difficult. Right. But then all of a sudden when you least expect it, not, it's not a big flag or it says boss level or you can't, you can't get any more gear. It says your gear maxed out. Like you don't know it's going to happen, but you run into a boss, right? And right then and there, you have to learn how to fight that boss. And if you don't win, it's not game over. The boss goes and does something and he remembers that he kicked your ass the first time. Right. And right. now you'll run into him again. You, you just don't know when. Okay. You'll continue doing quests. Maybe the quest leads you back to him. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it leads to another boss. So in the example of Spider-Man, if I just use the Sinister Six, which is the easiest thing to do, if you're in a Spider-Man game world, right, and you happen to be solving crimes and finding out who's in charge and what's going on, like maybe the, the original game has four bosses and the other two are in DLC. Yeah, I said it. DLC, right? <laughs> So the four bosses are in it, and then as you're going through the game, you don't know who you're going to fight. You don't know what boss is coming up next. Right. That, to me, is an immersion experience inside of a superhero game because you're exploring the world. You have no idea what's happening, but you're learning as you go. Yeah. And so, when the bosses pop out at you, you don't know if you're going to win right then or not. You have no idea. Krebsy's asking, what is the Nemesis system? So basically what the Nemesis system is, uh, Krebsy, is that... 
uh, the NPCs in the game remember who you are. So what you did. So based on what you did. So if you were nice to the NPC, the NPC will remember that you are a nice person. If you fought that person or were like an asshole to that person, the way that you, uh, whatever you said to him in the dialogue options, it would know that what you, it remembers what you did. So if you were bad to it or good to it, it would remember exactly what you did and it progresses the relationship and stuff along the lines of that where if if they like you then they would join you right and then they would be a friend of yours and they would work with you type of thing so that's why i said if i you brought up matt i brought up mass effect mass effect 2 if they had like a nemesis system in there they had relationships in there where if you you could bring them on missions and stuff like that but that they didn't really like learn from it it wasn't like they did but it was programmed where the nemesis system is basically it's free. Like it, it could constantly change your relationship with the, with the NPC would change based on it. So that's what it is. I would, I would go, I would go a step further. And this is my, this is my ridiculousness kicking in. Okay. I would go a step further. Let's say you had a weapon or a move that you figured out and you figured out in the game that if I do this move, this weapon and this move, I can always stun him. I can stun him if I do this. This is how I beat him. Oh, you I, can, I know he this learns, now. He learns from it. All right? Right. And then if I try to do that same move again, he blocks it or breaks up your it breaks up your combo so you can't use that move they, again. They, you, have to, you have to figure out – got to figure out a different move. They, they're like sort of doing that. That to, me, that to me would be the ultimate experience for well, a game. Well, they're doing that right now. So there's a couple of different scenarios with that, Sarge. There's uh, – I think it's called Neighbors 2. Uh E3, they showed a, a footage of it where, like, you're hiding in the guy's house, and the NPC is, like, going around the house, right? But you hide in this closet. Well, all of a sudden, the NPC realizes that you're nowhere here, so it's like, let me check the closet. So it learns to check the closet. So then you can't hide there. Let's say you, you failed. You go back into the closet. It's going to check the closet not the same time. Or you have to move. Right. Or you have to it move. It makes you move. So another thing that's happening is they're using it in Fortnite. They're using it in Halo. They're using it in all these other places where... NPCs, bots, are in the game now, and they're learning by the data that's being tossed in. It's not a nemesis system, but they're learning the things to be better at, so they don't look like they're bots. So if you combine what they're doing with those things with the nemesis system, that could be pretty... Because then you're, you're talking about intelligent AI, right? Yeah, you, so you, basically gamers themselves are going to create Skynet accidentally. Right, because right. everybody in the world's playing video games, and the computer's learning how everybody plays. And so, when the robots come to get us, it knows all the moves that we'll do. Right. So, that's that's one of the other stories there. So, all right, the next story I want to talk about, which I want to kind of go back to Insomniac for a second. Okay. Now, I talked a bunch of good stuff about Insomniac. This is not a bad story about Insomniac, but it is about what PlayStation's doing. Okay, it's about Spider Man. The new movie's coming out, and with the new movie, they're giving out free DLC suits for PlayStation, uh, you know, players. But the difference is, it's only for PlayStation Five and not PlayStation Four. So there's a bunch of people giving shit. Now, I'm okay if they didn't give me a suit or not. Okay, but I paid the money just like everybody else paid, and I have I have the game. Okay, it's DLC coming in, so. It says Spider-Man Remaster will be getting two new DLC suits on Friday, which is tomorrow. And developer Insomniac Games has been explaining to PlayStation 4 owners why the original version of the game won't be getting them. Okay. 
So the two suits are being released to, for promotions of the upcoming Spider-Man film, No Way Home, which arrives in cinemas today and will be added to the remasters for free, which is awesome. Okay, the first suit is based on the Spider-Man's update costume, which will appear and have the metallic-style chest design. And the second suit is the black one, which you'll be seen in trailers for the movie, but in the role of the film has yet to be revealed. The suits can be seen in the new trailer for Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, which includes Spider-Man's remaster. The new trailer can be seen below. Okay, Insomniac announced that the new suit's official Twitter account, which led to some backlash from owners of the original 2018 version of Spider-Man PlayStation 4. Uh, some of whom have still struggled to get a PlayStation 5 console because it's still hard to get a PlayStation 5 console. He says, quote, when so many people cannot get a PlayStation 5 and one of the best times to be a Spidey fan, kicking a PlayStation 4 users in the face is like just plain wrong, says one user. Uh, another user says, wouldn't it have been so hard to release it on PlayStation 4 version considering the PlayStation 5s are almost, almost impossible to get and a lot of people don't have one? added another insomniac responded to the, the latter user by explaining why it took the decision to make the suits exclusive for the playstation 5 since 2018 release we've updated marvel uh, uh marvel's spider-man playstation 4 19 times adding more suits and features than original planned he said each patch has been technically complex especially with the maintaining the playstation 4 hdd streaming performance now, to ensure fans continue to enjoy the Spider-Man PlayStation 4 at its optimal performance, we've made a difficult decision to release these uh, new suits for Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, where the PlayStation 5 engine allows us to update the game without jeopardizing the player's experience. Insomniac announced that September that Spider-Man 2 in development and will be released in 2023. The sequel was announced and teaser of trailers during PlayStation Showcase to confirm Venom as the sequel key villain. So, what do you think of this, Sarge? I mean... Look, I'm not a coder. I'm not a coder. Okay. And the 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 uniform that I'm wearing right now is the Spider-Verse one, where he puts it on the animated Spider-Verse one, and it's like slowed down to 24 frames per second or whatever, and he's flying through the scene. That's gotta be pretty difficult to do because you're changing the character and then it has to go through and render through the city as he's as he's flying through, right? Now, I get it. Again, I'm not a coder, but why would it be so difficult to take one character that you've already added 25 costumes to add two more costumes. Two more costumes are going to break the game, Sarge. Like the, the PlayStation 4 will not be able to run it at, optimals, at optimal rates. It could blow up your PlayStation. I, it didn't say blow up, but that's basically what they're saying. To run at the most uh, experience. Now, on one hand, I say bravo, Insomniac, because if it really truly is going to make my experience shittier because you added two more cost uh, cosmetics to my character, great. But do you think this is true? Or do you think this is Sony just saying, look, we want you to buy the remastered and the other one on the PlayStation 5, right? I mean, that's that's basically what it is. If it's it's time it's time for the kids to grow up. Okay. It's time to learn how business works. It's called manufactured obsolescence. It's called FOMO. And the fact that you're telling me that I can't put it on PlayStation 2 for whatever X reason you're going to give is complete and total bullshit. It's bullshit that you can't put it. However, what I find more interesting, you're talking about it from one aspect. The aspect that I see when you said that story to me is it goes to show you how far we've come already and not that far or as far as time goes that a group of people are upset about NFT bullshit that they can't get in the game that they well, have right this now. It's not an NFT, which is, yeah. which is, it, it is. It's well, a it token is, item. Yeah. 
It's a token item. We'll, we'll get to NFTs. It has no value. All right? It's the same shit. You, you, you guys want to change language. That's fine. It's the same shit. They're upset because they can't get some trash costume, right? Because it's in a movie. I can't get it for my guy and my, I'm upset. Right. Like, first of all, you believe you're entitled. That's 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 even the that's even the next step. Correct. You think you're entitled. Somebody made a product for one of their games, and because it's not on the version that you have, you're mad. Like that's something to be mad about. Like, are we serious right now? Right? Before nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. If if it didn't come with the game and I had to pay extra for it, whatever. They were like, whatever. Eventually I'll get it or I don't give a shit. Right. Now there's right. a group of people vocalizing that they're distraught and upset that I can't get a made up piece of crap on a game. That's not yeah, on the there, game. There's, I have. there's Think plenty about it. There's plenty of costumes in the, in the game already <clears throat> to not get it's, the new costume. I'm like, eh, it's no big deal, but I do find it a little weird that they can't do it because of the optimization, uh, because they wanted to, that's they, a lie. To, I, that's a lie. I think, look, that's, that's a nice, that's a nice line that they said. Okay, that's a nice line that they said Insomniac, but I think PlayStation's sure. like, like, look, we want to sell copies, and the new movie's out, and look, this is a thing. This is an actual thing that happens, right? People are going to go see the movie, and they're going to go buy the game. Okay, That's correct. Right? And people that have the game are like, man, I want to go see the movie, right? Cross-promotion happens. That's what it is. You're, you are... It, it's like when you get in a car... Okay, when you watch a race, a car race, and they're driving fast, right, and you see how cool it looks, and then you get into your car afterwards, and you peel out of the you parking like lot, and you drive like a maniac, that's the same exact thing. You watch the movie, and you're like, I want to play Spider-Man, right? You're like, bam. Oh, Spider-Man's for PlayStation 5? I have PlayStation 5. Oh, sweet. It's got the new suits that we just saw in the movie. Bam. I'm going to buy that shit, right? That's how it works. People say th there's no way it works. That's how it works, okay? You're going to go buy a book. You're going to go buy a comic book. You're going to go see the movie. You're going to buy a fucking t-shirt. You're going to get a, a, a sippy cup. You're going to... All marketing. You're going you're gonna to get just that, that moment, okay? People went to go see Ghostbusters. They bought a cup with the Ghostbusters merchandise. You're like, oh, I want to buy a book. You want a Ghostbusters game? Better believe Ghostbusters sales went up on, a, on the old game that was out because... Guaranteed. Right? Because that's what it is. Witcher. Witcher. The series came out last year for Netflix. Right after it came out, bing, bada, boom. Fucking most game ever played that Witcher was out. It's been out for years, but it, it hit its peak because of the series. Okay? That's that's what happens. And if and if you think otherwise, you're, you're naive. Because this is why they're doing it. They're releasing a cosmetic, hence why Fortnite has Spider-Man in it. Hence why Fortnite has the new updated with Zen Zenya and whatever in inside there because people are gonna watch the movie and they're like, oh, he's in Fortnite! Bam! They're gonna go play Fortnite and they might spend eight bucks uh buying a cosmetic for something. That's what it is. That's what happens. Okay. Just buy uh just buy a PlayStation 4 uh off eBay. You just bought a PlayStation 5 off eBay? Oh man. No, you didn't. You didn't do that, Duplist, did you? I don't see you buying one off. No, he's saying just. He says oh, just buy it. I got you. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I've seen so many horror stories that people they put their old PlayStation fours in the PlayStation five box. So people buy a yes. PlayStation five, yes. take a PlayStation four, put it in the box, and then ship that to the other person. They open up the box, and it's an old old system. Cocksuckers. Sad. Anyway, so I personally don't think this is a a big deal, but I know people do think it's a big deal, and, and I get it. 
Uh, it's it's a nice gesture that they're giving you free gear to put in. They didn't have to update this game, okay? But they want to. Why? Because people are going to buy it. All right? It's a free costume, but if you don't own the game, you might buy the game now. And that's 60 bucks, 70 bucks that they're going to make a sale off of you, right? So, um, <clears throat> all right. So that's that. Uh, one of the other stories I want to talk about. Let me bring it up back up. Uh, we got the Minecraft one. Well, let's talk about... Let's talk about NFTs, right? Let's talk about the NFT thing. So there's a couple of stories here with NFTs, Sarge. There's there's the NFT that we talked about with Ubisoft, and I think that's where we're going to start. We're going to talk to talk about Ubisoft because there's a there's an article that even the people that work at Ubisoft are confused why Ubisoft is pushing so hard for NFTs, right? So um that's easy. So but the answer is easy. <laughs> Ubisoft devs don't understand companies' NFT push either. Ubisoft developers are worried about having to put uh, to put NFTs in their games. So last week, Ubisoft revealed the NFT tech platform called uh, Quartz, and it didn't go well. The announcement of a Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breaking Point would be the first game to implement cryptocurrency backed items downvoted on YouTube over 40,000 times. And now it turns out that even the developers of Assassin's Creed Publisher have no idea what to make of the publisher's new NFT scheme. According to the message reviewed of, of Kotaku, the posts announcing courts on the Ubisoft internal social media hub, uh, MANA, quickly filled up with questions and concerns about the developers across the company. Some didn't understand which old problems of new tech actually solved, while others were worried that the receiving the mandates to start integrating NFTs, non-fungible tokens, AKA hyperlinks to JPEGs, into their own games. Now, I still don't really understand the problem being solved here, quote, wrote one employee. Uh, it, is it really worth ex extremely negative publicity will cause? Another asked. How can you look at private property specialization artifact uh, uh, scarcity ego egoism and say, yes, this is good. I want that. Let's put that in art. Okay. Yeah. I, I, normally, I normally try to stay positive for announcements, but this one's upsetting, wrote a third. Okay, you want to add to that, Sarge? Yeah, yeah. We don't even we don't you don't even need to read the rest of the article. Here's here's the gist of it. Here's here's what you kids need to understand and why this is so dangerous, right? If I make a digital product, <laughs> yeah. okay. If I make a digital product and I put a little digital number on it, let's say there's only a hundred of these, yep. just to say. That's why right? the, the the price is going to go up. Hang hang on, right? So now you have to remember, we're talking about two different currencies here. We're talking about fiat currency, which is dollars, pounds, ruples, whatever the countries happens to be using, okay? And you're talking about the currency inside this metaverse, okay? Inside the game. Right. So if I purchase 10,000 Ubisoft of the, the in-game yeah. yeah, of the Ubisoft dollars, and it costs me $100, let's just say. Well, actually, they're okay. called digis. They're called digits. I don't give a shit what it's called. That's I don't give called. a shit, right? So what ends up happening is if I create artificial hype because I have a numbered helmet or headset, and now you want it, right? The only way that you can get it is by putting in real money to get my fake money to get the fake money to buy my item. Because you, right. you can't use the real money to buy the item. You have to give the money over to the, to the business, and they give you the fake currency out. Now, remember, whatever money we put in is in forever. That money never comes out, 
Okay. So if somebody keeps raising the price of the item that's one of a hundred inside the game, then the only way that you can get it is you have to keep putting in more real money to get more of the fake money to keep outbidding the guy who has it. So more money in that always stays in. And then the money inside the game just keeps going up, up until the point where everybody keeps putting money in. And so now a normal item, which would have cost 500 didgeridoos, okay, now costs 500,000 because right. there's so much of the fake money flying around that it it's, it becomes worthless inside the actual game because it's pointless. However, the guy in the corner counting up all the money you guys threw in because you got to have that helmet because some asshole from Twitch owned it. And so I'm going to give him money. So I have no 001 right. of the headset that right. he had. Like you guys are fucking monkeys. If you put money into a system like this, you well, have problems, well, man. You're here, not going to make here, it. Here's, here's You're not going to make here's it. Here's one of the other things they're doing, right? They're, they're one of the, one of the, to get Good one of the Lord, next crypto it's pieces. It's so dangerous. To get the next cryptocurrency thing that you have to get, you have to play 600 hours to earn the NFT. Tweeted a YouTube gaming critic skill up. Now, crypto bros just get, just have an AFK bot to farm hours so they can collect the shitty helmet. Uh, Ubi wins because they can book the metrics and increase the uh, monthly active users, even though it's all pumped up by this garbage, is what Skillup said. Okay. Yes. The, the helmet and break breakpoints and other NFTs aren't currently being sold for money. While they can be worn like other cosmetics, they don't affect how the game is played either. Instead, they're trophies for early adopters for the most hardcore breaking point players to find the first foremost. And here, here's the here's the argument, Sarge. I'm I'm gonna play the guy that 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 likes NFTs, okay? Sarge, I like NFTs, and if you don't like it, then you don't have to partake in it, right? I, I wear the helmet that I want to wear. How does me wearing this helmet affect you, right? That's 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 a pro, you're, a pro you're not, person. They're, they're not, I understand that, but they're not, they're not seeing how it works, like what the actual scam actually is. You are putting real money into a system, but I love the game. Never comes out. I love the game, though. I get I, it. I'm, I'm a big fan I of the game. I get it. I, I want to collect everything that's that the NFT has to offer. It does, it doesn't affect the game. So why why are people so upset about it? Because you are funding a game in a way that guarantees that they don't have to make or make or finish a game correctly right. because you are willing to spend real money on fake items in a game that you keep saying that you're having fun with. Okay. That's the problem. The product no longer becomes the product. The product becomes the catalyst right. to sell the product. Right. But everyone's going to walk around with their dick in their hand and not pay attention to it. Right. You're just going to just say it's okay. So, you don't want to pay $70 for a game because everyone screams that it's too much. But in reality, you've paid $250 this year for this game because you just keep handing over more money for fake shit. Right. But you didn't like the $70 upfront stuff because that's too much. That's too much right away. But it's okay to put your hand in my pocket and take 10 bucks out a week until, the, until I'm done with the game. I don't like it anymore. So I paid $250 for a fucking game that I would have normally paid $60 for. But I had do, fun. Do you see? You guys are going to do great in life. Let me tell you. Do you? You guys are the cream of the crop. <laughs> for any salesman that wants to sell anything to you, you guys are the ones sucker, that are going to line sucker, up. Sucker born a second. Line up. So, do you think? Where do you? Do you see these NFTs? 
succeeding or uh, entering games in any other way, shape, or form as far as not just cosmetics. Do you see it happening in any other format as far as... I mean, technically, a digital copy is an NFT, right? A digital copy of a game is an NFT. You don't own it. No, 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 no. Don't miss. Mm -mm, mm -mm. A digital video game is still the video game. When I purchase it, it's mine on my hard drive. It's physically digital. I own it. It's in my hard drive. You don't drive, own it, though. Right? Right. Different than an, a digital item that's made up that only exists in the metaverse that we created, that I dictate. This right. is all that it is. Well, you, you're talking about right. the catalyst. Yeah, you're right. I'm talking about the items in the catalyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the NFTs, they say, well, they'll be they'll be uploaded to a server, so you can always access it. You're like, if here's what I here's what I don't understand about a picture format of an NFT, right? At least in the cosmetic form, like my character wears it. But if I take a picture of the Mona Lisa, I own the picture of the Mona Lisa on my phone now, right? Sure. But now I could take that picture. Okay, and then sell the picture of the Mona Lisa as an NFT because it's a it's a it's a digital item on my phone. Now, now anyone can take the picture off of my phone if I hold it up to the screen, so we can take a picture of the picture, right? And they now own the picture of the picture of the NFT. Like I'm so confused by just digital content of NFTs because anyone can own the right to it if they just take a picture of it even though you own the original i took a picture listen, of your picture listen don't feel bad don't just don't feel bad they had some guy i don't remember what the guy's name is i was laughing too hard when i was watching it he had a, there was a gentleman in congress trying to explain to congress what nfts were and i thought i was going to wet my pants <laughs> that's how much that's how badly i was laughing it's like you're there's like 375 people in a room listening to this guy on a podium talk about nfts and they're like what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like literally they're, they're looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, and, and the way that they hype it up and the way that they all swoon around it, it's because the, the amount of money that can be made from think of, you guys got to think of about nothing, this, the amount of the amount of money that can be made from, from NFTs, which doesn't exist. It's not a tangible product. There's no manufacturing. There's no factory someplace that's making these things. It doesn't get thrown away into a landfill. It's a digital piece of happiness that someone is willing to give money for. Right. Okay. And right. not just money, right? Not just money. You put money in to get a currency out so you can buy the stuff with the currency. So you got to keep putting money in to get more currency because right. as the prices go up because the currency's in already, that it just keeps going up because more people have it. And so they're willing to throw more at something that they want. So the amount of money that they can make from this is disgusting. So, like it, you, you have to look at it. You have to take a couple steps back and look at the amount of greed involved well, in here. Me, and you guys think you're going to get a complete AAA title after that shit goes into effect? So get you this. You guys are out of your mind. I get this, right? <laughs> you guys are so, out of your mind. So Peter Mullenix, okay? Uh, who was the creator of Lionhead Studios, who then made Fable and whatnot, has a new game that sells digital plots of land for nearly $1 million. Okay. So this is yet another NFT type stuff. Okay. Uh, Peter Molyneux also, like I said, created Black and White, made Fable series and stuff. Okay. So his latest project is a video game title called Legacy. It's an unconventional 
to say the least. Described as an innovative game that utilizes blockchain technology, Legacy requires players to buy land NFTs, okay, which permits them to construct buildings and create digital products to sell within the game marketplace to other players, essentially letting a person become digital entrepreneur of sorts. The game currency of choice is Legacy Coin, part of Ethereum blockchain, thus allowing players the opportunity to potentially earn real money through gameplay. Now, while the game has yet to be launched, with the tentative release date of 2022, the opportunity to buy land and NFT was made available this weekend. And some of the plots sold for ludicrous amounts of money, of real money, namely a digital plot of land in London sold for $900,000 in a total value of land NFT exceeding that over $40 million. Given the players do not have access to the game and the potential of earning back the invested money hinges on Legacy's release in 2022 as a, po a popular title, one might describe the decision to buy virtual land in a virtual business for unreleased game is especially a big gamble. Gambling initially hyped more than the actual interest. Unfortunately, the legacy of that Peter Molyneux's new game development studio, 22 Cans, uh, does not inspire a great deal of confidence. The first title, God Simulation, named Goddess, is still listed in early access game on Steam and having to receive an update in over five years is being abandoned in all about but name okay so can i can i say before i throw it over to you sarge let me read this description again okay let me so buy land in a digital space okay players essentially letting person become a digital entrepreneur of sorts and the game's currency of choice is called legacy coin um there was a game that came out in 2004 2004 Okay, called Second Life, which we brought That's up correct. on this, which we brought up That's on this correct. show that multiple, multiple times. Okay, there's no difference, and they they make this sound like this is a brand new thing. Second Not Life literally sold you server plots of land. You bought a server, you rented a server, you owned that server, you paid Linden Labs a fee every month to own that piece of property that server and you could decide what you wanted to do with that server and you could parcel it out to other people to buy and create different parcels of land on the piece that you bought that you're yep. renting so if i paid a hundred dollars a month to own this server and i could foot 20 people's plots of land on my server and i charge them ten dollars okay a month and the 20 really, plots really charge them 25 really well, charge them whatever 25. right i make my money okay i make my money on this and then I, they could sell their digital goods on there this has been happening for years but yet people are looking at this going this is now it can work it can work because it did work for almost a decade okay second life peaked at 2011 okay it's still available now you can still play it people there's still Tens of thousands of people playing Second Life, okay? Not concurrently, but there's still tens of thousands of people that play it. This, to me, is ridiculous, though. $900,000. This almost sounds like Earth 2. Okay? Yes. Yes. Because at least in Second Life, because here's the thing. If you could potentially get earn real money, Linden Labs, the creators of Second Life, had to jump through hoops and government governments because you could get Linden dollars. 
Every 250 Linden dollars is one U.S. dollar. And you could actually earn the money in-game and then convert it out in real money, and then you take a percentage That's of correct. it. That's correct. Okay? That's correct. So this is a whole other thing happening here with blockchain and uh, the opportunity to potentially get earn real money by putting money in, right? I don't know. What do you think about this, Sarge? There, it's, I, I've said my piece. There's too much to talk about. It, it, any way for a company to double or triple profits over a 10-year period or to do unlimited growth, they're never going to say no. They're going to they're going to try to do whatever they can, jump through whatever hoop is possible. There are not government laws close to being anywhere near to try to regulate what they're trying to do. If this if this busts out in the next couple of years and and it, and it goes into video games, there's going to have to be a congressional hearing in order to put laws in place before anything else goes wrong. That that's how that's how severe that this could be. Right. The ability the, the ability to siphon money out of out of a society for digital product that does not exist that there's there's no tax on it there's no nothing that money goes in and that's it right gone and so, it never comes out and it never comes out so they would have to in order to regulate their own economy that they make they would have to take the money that you guys buy things for and like charge you fictitious tax on the funny money in order to remove some from the system otherwise it just becomes inf there's inflation inside the, the inside the the metaverse right the the headphone costs 100 on friday next month the helmet costs 10,000 the month after that it costs 100,000 and nobody says anything because they just keep putting more money in the system to get more of the stuff out I, it's it's not going to be well, bro. And to and to and to disguise a video game around it, like we made this video game, and and by the way, there's some NFTs in it. Like you're a sack of shit if you believe that the video game was made for you to have fun with, and it just so happens to have NFT in it. Like, so so this is another NFT. We're, we're, this is a slippery this is a slippery slope. Very slippery slope. This, this is another NFT story here. Someone bought a six hundred fifty thousand dollar NFT yacht for a game that hasn't been released yet. Okay, so that's Star Citizen. Well, no, it's it's not Star Citizen, but it, it's like Star Citizen. Uh, the latest development, NFT techno financial trash fire. None of us are allowed to look away. The Hyper Beast reports uh, that the NFT yacht just sold for six hundred and fifty thousand. More precisely, they made the Meta Flower Super Mega Yacht went for one hundred and forty nine Winneth or Wrapped Ethereum, which utilizes over regular Ethereum. Includes eludes me. But the crypto people love having multiple barriers of transfers, digital wallets, and withdrawal between money and future of money, and they can also use to pay their rent. The, the Metaflower Super Mega Yacht, Lucky, okay, uh, owner will be able to enjoy its completely digital DJ booth, helicopter landing pad, and a single hot tub in a fantasy islands in a self-described luxury real estate development project for 100 NFT private islands compressed of NFT land in a sandbox of architecture unique 3D NFT villas. Okay, let me let me just show you what 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 the fuck we're talking about here, just in case you're you're lost. Uh, if you're lost here, okay. How this, could you be lost? We're talking about something that's totally plausible. This this, this right here is the the video of what someone paid the uh, mega yacht in a sandbox. Okay, this is a guy walking around in a in a voxel based world. This is not Minecraft. This is a game that's not even out yet. And someone paid $650,000 for this fucking blocky little shit. 
Okay, $650,000. Just to put that in perspective, people. Okay, $650,000. Okay. Uh, that's that's like one year of development time of uh, uh, of a video game or an indep independent video game company could make a full-fledged indie title for the amount of money that someone spent on this. Okay, this yacht. All right. The game's not even out yet. We're we're in shit times here, Sarge, when it comes to video games and if NFTs break in, everyone thinks that they're everything's gonna be fine and all hunky dory. There, there's major issues. If you paid six hundred fifty thousand dollars, let me tell you, I have some business ideas for that person, and it, you could give me a fraction of that money. I could make you money back. You're never gonna make your money back on this. No one's ever going to buy this from you for for more than six hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's not true though. That's not true though. When you when you have fuck you money. When the guys who like the high tech, the, the, all the tech stuff, and they have fu money, once you have fu money, they'll throw away money like that just for the fun of it, because to them it doesn't matter. But I'm talking about the real people, the real people who are actually putting money into the system to fund this kind of shit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the, listen, we all know that the rich people are are, will, are the ones that are going to buy half this stuff because they have the funds we, to we, burn. We will hear a story of a kid that's underage. Get his his parents' credit card and chart charging shit like this. Any, Absolutely. Any day, any week now. Absolutely. Any week now, we're gonna have a story on here that's gonna be talking about this. I got I got one more story for NFTs. You okay. got you gotta wait you gotta wait for the NFTs to 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 be a little bit more predominant, and then we'll see one. I I got I got one more story, and and Dupless the Ghost did bring it up in chat. I I, I forgot to bring this up to you in. For the show, sorry. It looks like it looks like one of the original Lego boats that they uh, came out with. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So this is the last story on NFT today. Okay, and this is fucking despicable. Okay, this is the worst of all the stories that we've had so far. Okay, if you if you notice who's on my screen here, Sarge, it's Stanley. I'm on your screen, right? Stanley. What do, what do I got to do with that NFT? Okay, no, it's Stanley. Stanley's Twitter account. Stanley's been dead. Okay, for multiple years now. Okay. God rest his soul. Man gave us many, many great superheroes. He gave, he gave everything that you're playing right now. Everything that you're playing right now is because of him. Yeah, all the games I'm playing is because of this man creating these characters. That's correct. Right. Right. So this is a, a, a promotion from Stanley Beyond the Grave. Okay. From championing diversity to embracing new tech. Stan was one step ahead of the curve to honor and innovate spirit. Stan's first Indian hero, Chakra, okay, Chakra, is the Invincible, debuts in his own NFT digital art collection from 7.30 p.m. Pacific on 12.27. Get the fuck out of here. Stan Lee is dead, and you should be ashamed of yourself to use his Twitter account his face, his name to promote something of his, that he is gone. He is passed. He's no longer on this planet, okay? Unless you believe in reincarnation, then maybe he's a butterfly somewhere, okay? But still, Stan Lee, okay? Poor guy, man. What he, his last years on the, on the on this the planet. Last, last years of life, if you guys want to read the stories about that, you guys... He was dragged around to just sign sick. shit, right? He was just dragged around to sign shit. Okay, because he was just old and people were just using him for money. And the people like that, you're disgusting assholes is what you are. You're disgusting, right? I, I, I have another story of that, of, of, of a person that used to live in this house that people stole her money from her, right? Because she was, had dementia, 
right? They take people like this all the time and take advantage of these people. Anyway, the dude is dead, and yet they're using him to sell a fucking NFT, okay? Stuff like this, stuff That's like this nothing, almost makes me not That's want nothing. to support anything that whoever, Mar if, if Marvel's doing this, okay, is disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. First of all, Stanley's account should be taken down and and pulled. Okay, his his check mark and everything it should be taken down. The the man is passed. We know he's a he's a a, a legend. Nobody should be able to pick his name. Nobody nobody should be able to pick his name. Period. Well, well, no, there's other people called Stan Lee in the world. He just doesn't have a blue check mark next to his name, right? And he wasn't the fucking comic book creator. Okay, like this is disgusting. Like this is bar this is marketers and stuff that are just absolutely disgusting and it and it pisses me off by a, a I have no words and that's and that's what they did to a dead guy yeah. what do you think they're gonna do with people who are still breathing yeah right for an NFT right for an NFT they're trying they're they're trying to 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 push it right and of course people are gonna go people are gonna go on on twenty the twelve twenty seven through twelve twenty nine and sign up so they can get a NFT of chakra right. And I think whoever shows up should end up beating the crap out of the person who's there selling them. It's so it's so shitty, right? That if this was my father or if this was my grandfather, and and obviously the the, the license is sold, like his name is 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 part of. It's just it's so bad. Like what the fuck is wrong with these people? Okay, just stop. Just do it from Marvel's like name, Marvel Studios, Marvel Comics, right? We have Stan Lee's, you could say we have Stan Lee's first character NFT, but don't fucking tweet it from Stan Lee's Twitter account. Like, it's so fucking disrespectful. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going off here, but. That's, that's the tip of the iceberg, man. People don't care. It's about the money. I don't, I, I don't know why, when, when everyone's just going to wake up, but this is not about the, 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 the duality of man and how we're going to be nice to each other. This is about dollars and cents only that's what this is about it's disturbing it's disturbing all right quick stories that we're going to talk about we have uh cowboy bebop the great animated show okay they had a live action show sarge i know you don't really watch netflix but it was canceled after well, i watched the i watched the animated show for years but for, I don't give a for shit about one the season action. right the live action uh and if you don't remember there was a story i think we covered it here i covered it on my regular stream okay that the actress in the Cowboy Bebop show came out and called uh, white toxic males uh, because of the outfit she was wearing. It wasn't accurate to what, you know, the, the series was. And she said, and she came out and was really rude to, to the people and stuff. And, and now she's out of the work, okay, uh, because they canceled the show. And, and they have the audacity to even come back and say, well, because you didn't like the show. There's so many people out of work, and now you won't be able to see season two. Well, first off, the people you're don't... a fart in the wind. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> you're a fart in the wind. People, uh, who gives a shit? People, uh, first of all, anybody who likes Cowboy Bebop has been watching Cowboy Bebop for fucking ever, bro. right? And and that's the, people... the animated series has been out forever. That's why right? people were upset that they wasn't accurate to what the show was. Hey, and she came out and said, "We're all Tough. we all we all don't look like that and whatever." And it's like, you're doing a show about an anime show that you don't look anything like. Okay. Anyway, 
just to put it in perspective, the people that work behind the scenes, camera guys, grips, uh, you know, uh, the actual workers of the thing, we lose our jobs all the time, regardless if a show gets picked up or not. And we move on with our lives. Okay, sure, sure. It would be nice to work on a five season, you know, 10, 10, 10 season show because you know every year at this time you have a job, right? That That's fine. The camera guy, the gaffer, the grips, the electricians, they're okay. They already booked their other gig. They're working on the next thing if they're actually good at what they do, okay? So to say that, well, the real hardworking people, they've already booked. They're like, well, that didn't work out. We work on pilots all the time. We're like, we even make a bet with each other. We're like, this shit's not going to make it. Like, as we're filming it, we talk to each other going, this shit's not going to make it. Right, we know it's not going to make it, but we don't care because we're getting our paycheck while we're working on the actual job. Okay, just a little bit behind the scenes there for for people. Okay, so yeah, Cowboy Bebop canceled after one season. I'm really surprised Batwoman has lasted three seasons. Uh, so if Batwoman's got three seasons, Cowboy Bebop had to be really bad if it was just one season. I know one's on CW and one's on Netflix, but yeah. So Cowboy Bebop is no longer. Uh, those of you that didn't even know Cowboy Bebop was a show, well, you don't have to worry about it. It's gone. Uh, the next story I want to talk about is closing my pins. I don't understand. Uh, what do we got here? We've got Grand Theft Auto. Okay, Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360 versions will soon be shutting down forever. So if it's been out for eight years, okay? So Grand Theft Auto Online's been out for eight years, and now it's going to be shutting down on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. I really don't think this is a big story. I just wanted to notify anybody that's still playing Grand Theft Auto Online on the PlayStation 3. It's time to upgrade. There's been a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, and now a PlayStation 5. You had eight years to play this game on your PlayStation 3, which, how do the graphics look on that with the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360? Okay, but those servers will be shutting down. Uh, let me see when it says it's actually shutting down. Um, December 16th. So, <laughs> Rockstar plans to shut down the servers for 360 and PlayStation versions tomorrow. And just let today. you... Today, today. Today, right. Today. Uh, and this article was written yesterday. So that's how many people are really playing where they give you one day's notice of that your servers are going to be shut down. And, and by the way, you don't own the game anymore because they shut down the servers. So if you own that game on the 360 and PlayStation 3, it's now a coaster. Well, the, those three kids in Bangladesh who just got it and think it's the greatest game ever are going to be disappointed. They can't play it. They can't play it. So, yeah. Sorry, Grand Theft Auto, uh, PlayStation 3 fans and, and Xbox 360. That game is no longer. It's it's literally gone. It's a coaster. You can you know, just. Do you know how you can still play it? I know how you can still play it. Open up your you own server. Have, you you actually have the system that it was on and have the game, and you just plug that system back on and play the game. Well, that's by how you the play single it. player. Yeah, that's about it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, that's how you play it. So, another story. These are quick stories today, Sarge. A PlayStation Five teenager scalper. Okay made nearly how much money do you think a teenager made sarge and chat 
How much money do you think a teenager scalper made? <clears throat> and I'll, I'll tell you, it's higher than than a hundred thousand. It's higher than five hundred thousand. So above, uh, higher, five, wait, higher than five hundred thousand. You, you you told me to guess. Yeah. And now you've already eliminated half my choices. Yeah, wait a minute. No, it's higher than five hundred thousand. So you have up until that and up higher to five. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, so how many? How how what, what kind of teenager? Like thirteen or 16, like eighteen? Sixteen. 16. 16. It's got to have a brain on him. Right, I'll do 750. Seven, 750? Yep. 750,000. Chat? Yep. Chat. Uh, listeners out there uh, on the audio podcast, what do you think the 16-year-old sold the scalping PlayStations for? Sarge says 750,000. <clears> okay. Hayden is from central New Jersey and has bought and resold a number of consoles for over, and I'm going to keep that price, okay? Someone says $8 million. Milky says you know $1 million. Fuck the, fuck, fuck the story. Good for him. Rebsy says $2 matter million. Fact, I, hope, I, hope he made, I hope he made enough money that he Viking puts it in the bank 50. or in an investment account and never has to work again. Dupla says $5 Honestly. million. Okay. This, that's what this country's about anyway. I hope he made enough money that if he puts it in an account, an investment account, that he has that he lives off the interest and never has to work again. Honestly. So I hope that's it. Hayden says from Central New Jersey has bought and resold a number of consoles for over a thousand dollars, making double on each one piece of kit. Now the Wall Street Journal reported that he's made a profit of more than a hundred and ten thousand dollars on one point seven million dollars in revenue. Okay. Uh, it goes beyond just selling consoles, however. He also has been reselling anything from patio heaters to Pokemon cards. So he's, he's an entrepreneur. He's an Good entrepreneur. Okay. So a 60-year-old, $1.7 million in revenue. Uh, Max hits. It's big as uh, in between AP physics and history class. A tech-savvy teen has built a business around supercharged resale market. There you go. He made uh, he may be just 16 but his co-rent warehouse space and employee friends to help him manage the workload. Some people call it a retail uh, uh, entrepreneur wrote an essay for school on a topic are the words of Max. This isn't the first time something like this has, ha has been done. Reselling is fairly common in the modern age and has always been accelerated amidst the pandemic. Now, what variances of amount success enjoy? Before I mentioned console shortage comes in result of a lack of of semiconductors, it goes beyond the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox uh, as well. Two television, mobile phones, cars also being tossed into the into the launch. COVID-19 has been still the root of the of the illness and the delay supply begins. The pandemic first hit the factories been uh, closed. So this dude, I I have no problem with this. He He's a businessman and yes, he's a scalper, okay? But he's not just doing it for consoles and stuff. Just so, just so we're clear. All right, just so we're clear about Dupus the whole scalping like, thing. Fuck you, Hayden. All right, just so we're clear about the whole scalping a thing. thing. All right, hang on, hang on. All right, just so we're clear. Okay. Chat. We had matter. a whole conversation about we had a whole conversation about this whole scalper thing earlier on, and I want to make sure that we that I, I go back to that first and make my make my voice clear here, so you know someone doesn't play me back my my video and say you were against scalpers the whole time, Sarge. How dare you all of a sudden side with this cocksucker? I get it, okay. However, however, 
the reason why the scalping was going on for the game systems is because they weren't following any sort of rule that normal people would follow as in i go to the store i want a console we right. know you're going to get them right. put your name down you're the next on the list when it comes in we call you end of story end of story right instead it became this on computer only digital hacking robots buying like got it but let's not forget every single concert ticket you have ever gone to scalpers ever ever yeah. you have gone to is bought from a scalper because you are paying three times more than they got the ticket for ever sporting events and you've been doing that your entire life yeah sporting so events so let's not pretend thing. that this one kid who found out the country's fucked this is a good moment i can make a ton of money and i'm smart enough to do it let me do it good yeah. for him yeah no welcome to america yeah welcome yeah. to america <clears throat> look he's busting his ass he's got employees he's he's a business he's a business okay Good for him, man. I feel lazy Listen, now. if I made, I'm sorry. So did you say he made a million dollars or almost a million dollars? 1.7 million what in revenue. What did you say he made? In revenue. Oh, he, he made 110,000 in 110,000. He made 110,000, but he made 1.7 million in revenue. Got it. Yeah. I mean. Selling consoles. Whatever. Hey, listen, the, the world's in a, in, a, in a death spiral now anyway. A lot of people are going to be doing that same, same thing. It's just in a different area. It's yeah. coming up. I mean, we, I, I know people personally that, that don't do this for electronics, but they do this for, they would buy stuff off eBay. Buy and sell. And then just sell it for higher prices, right? I mean, it's, Listen, if you guys, if you guys don't like your job, right? Spend some time on Amazon for a while, figure out what people are buying, right? And then go down to the dollar store and buy a bunch of shit and sell it for three to five dollars. <laughs> Did he sell it online? Did he pay taxes? Like, that's on... like the basic, it's like the basic thing that people who, who have nothing else to do, but sit home. Right. I go to the store. I see what's at the dollar store or family dollar or dollar tree or whatever you got by you. I go online and I see if any of that shit exists and how much they're selling it for. Yeah. It just takes time. Money's not going to fall out of the sky. This kid 16, I know 40 year olds who aren't doing this, you know, who, who don't have as much put in as much elbow grease as this kid did yeah. to scalp fucking playstations. Yeah. So it's all, it's all a matter of uh, angles here. What, how, what are you going to be mad at him? Oh, he found a way to make money because people are stupid and they like to throw money. And there are people who have money to be thrown. Yeah. Problem solved. Yep. Yeah. No, Problem solved. He's got a business, Duplis. He's got employees. So I would assume he's I, he's paying gotta taxes. Got to pay taxes eventually. Hey, listen, hey, Duplis, eventually, right? Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, eventually. I, right. Who knows if he's paying taxes? Eventually. I'm assuming he is. Are you paying taxes? I'm paying my taxes. No. You know, sometimes right before tax time comes, I like to invest a bunch of money into a stock that's just crap. And when the money drops, I just write off the loss. I don't know what the rest of you are doing. I don't want to pay taxes either, but there's always a way around it, right? There are ways to get to, there are ways to get low taxes and there are ways to pay no taxes. And there's ways to get refunds. Everybody else is doing it. Eventually, eventually they're gonna get you, you pay taxes. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Next story I want to talk about, uh, division. This is not really a story. It's more of a, just a in info blast here. Division two. Remember Sarge that last or earlier this year, I have no idea what division is. What is division, Mike? Division two, right? Is the you, Ghostbuster game? Yeah. The Ghostbuster game that the, the one I think the Ghostbuster game should be. Yes. Uh, 
So they came out. Remember they in February they said, "Hey, we're coming out with new content because we, we had a year and we didn't know we were ending it, but we did know we were ending it. So we decided to not do anything for the next year and we're working on the game and it's going to be out later this year," they said. Well, they came out with a statement. Blah 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 blah. Let me read it to you. Okay? Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. February. The blah, 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 later date, 2022. Okay, so I don't really need to read the fucking thing because basically all it says is the same jargon logo or bullshit of uh, we working hard. We really appreciate you. Uh, we're still working. We, we can't wait to show you some stuff. Uh, and uh, we were supposed to release it earlier this year or, or early next year, but now it's going to be late 2022. Okay, again, shot the fuck up when you have something show us you told us in february it'll be out later this year later this year you told us it'll be early out next year and now you're telling us it's later in 2022 i don't I got, care anymore I got news for you i don't care anymore next year next year 2022 starfield's coming out nobody's gonna give a shit about fucking division <laughs> hopefully, okay hopefully. not not one kid is gonna be playing divisions dlc in fucking fall of next year with starfield coming out yeah. i don't care what you think yeah that, i don't care what that, you that's, say that's if starfield comes out on time right oh are we, are we are we gonna do a bet before the end of the year i mean i don't know it says it says is the, is the, is, is the next show next week is it supposed to be like one more show no no, no one more is, show this year one more show this year but not next week we have, we have it on the 30th. One more show. Yeah. Not next week. I'm out of town. I'm coming okay. down to you. Right? And then okay. the following week, I'm back here. And that's the 30th, two days before the the uh, the new year. Right? Of course, it was, it was, it's, it was COVID. It was, it was COVID. Even though they, they, they knew the game was ending. They knew the game was ending, but they didn't continue making stuff after the game ended. Right? Oh come on, come on, Frebzy! Not flop. Wait, be a, be well, well, a tire hold on, fire. Hold, hold on a second, but not flop. Hold on, you think it's gonna? It's, it's Bugfesda. Wait, well, hold it's on. It's Bugfesda. Hold on, hold on. Does he think it's gonna flop like Cyberpunk flopped? Because that's not a flop. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right. Hey, Frebzy, <laughs> Cyberpunk flopped. Right, right. But Fifteen it, but million it, copies <laughs> flopped. That's it. But it flopped. But it flopped. So like, you gotta be more specific. Is it? Is but, it? What is it kind of flop Call of Duty? About? Is it Call of Duty Vanguard flop? Because that's also sold a shit ton. Or is it Battlefield 2042 flop? Or is it insert game here that flop, but they sold millions and millions of copies? This is sick. It's just sick. There's no such thing as a flop anymore. If there, listen, if there's no refund policy, there is no flop. I got news for you. That's how that's how that goes. <laughs> if there's if there's no if if there's no refund policy, there's no flop. That's okay. It. That's well, then works. I'll agree with you, Krebsy. Like Cyberpunk, yes, it'll flop. Right. It'll be a buggy mess, but sell 12 million copies. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Got it. Uh, yeah, Wolverine. I'll be I'll be down. Uh, I'll be down. Uh, the when Thursday, the Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We can hang out one night. Uh, let's see here. Next story. Uh, Back for Blood update. This this one makes me laugh, Sarge. Okay, back for back for blood update adds an offline progression. <laughs> adds online progression or offline progression. Overhauls difficulty plus more. Okay. Now the game came out in October. Okay. The game came out in October. This is again one of those games that 
if you're updating it this fast after launch and you're missing features at launch, why didn't you just wait the two months to release a full game, right? With all the features and all the stuff, right? This is yet another game. And the reason I say this is because now this is going to get updated and nobody, like the mass people that already were going to try this are done. They're, they've moved on, right? Now you're, now we you're moved, in this small, we moved on. right? You've, you're now working with a smaller crew of people that are playing your game, and they're like, oh, cool, I get to play offline. But someone wanted to play offline two months ago, right? And now Halo came out, or right. Destiny's D right. DLC came you out. You only or... have so much time. Right. When, when, when will this... Listen, I'm hoping that they keep doing this shit, and they realize that they wait this long, pump out some fucking content, 1,700 guys play it. They go, yeah, it was good. And then they move the fuck on instead of having people capture them, make a good game, have people have the game in people's minds. And then a year later, release DLC and everyone will buy the DLC because they're waiting for that content. This this type of business model, I hope burns. It burns. I cannot understand how someone could leave a game for that long. Don't care about it. And then throw stuff at you and expect you to jump back in when I've got other games going right. on. You only have so much time. Right now. Period. Right now, playing an hour ago on Steam. Obviously, I don't know the Xbox or any other thing because on Game Pass or whatever. But 8,000 people. 8,000 people. Now, all-time peak was 65,000 two months ago. Okay? They're, they ain't going back up to that unless they're making a Back for Blood movie that, that's super popular and then people want to play the game for a day and a half. Okay? Maybe Back for Blood will have a zombie mode. <laughs> no, it's just gonna have normal people. It's gonna be normal people, and, and <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're you know, when in doubt. When in doubt, throw a zombie mode on it. It, it is a, the whole game is a zombie mode, Sarge. The whole game is. A I'm aware. I, I know. It's called, I know. It's, I'm aware. <laughs> back to normal. That's the DLC. Back to normal. It's just no no zombies. There's no zombies, right? Like the AC uh, Valhalla is coming out, right? That that DLC is coming out. Halo is out. Uh, Battlefield's got updates, fixing their game. Sarge, they're they're still playing that. You know shit. what I mean? Don't give a shit. <laughs> I look at some of the game. Oh, d real quick, did you know they added? Okay, the big selling point for Battlefield 2042 was 128 players. 128 players. 128 players. Right? Everyone's complaining. Uh, maps are too big. Uh, it's too chaotic. Not balanced, right? They're not balanced, not right? Balanced. And so, what did they do? Uh, 64, sixty-four player 60, maps. Thirty-two, sixty-four player maps, right? It's like, woo! All right, you went back to back to battlefield. What a feature! What a what raise a the feature. bar, raise the bar, then lower the bar again. It's like so, so what a stupid. feature. So stupid. Uh, tune in next week for scoreboard. <laughs> Like, you, you guys are tools just fucking tools battlefield keeps just adding stuff that they already added and people are like yay we got 17 I, th I think i think that the, the count was i think it was 17 or 18 features that every other battlefield game had that this one didn't have it's it's just i mean have fun 18 features that this game didn't have have fun i it's there, fun bro there's so many there's so Strong. many broken things and now people are like oh yeah i'm, I'm, I'm okay these are the people that are liking the game. They're like talking themselves to still like it. They're like, well, it's okay. I understand why the 128 play, you know, it, it wasn't working that well anyway. 64 is going to feel better. It's going to feel better. It's like you were sold 
a product. The maps, the maps were not balanced for 128. Period. The maps, the maps were barely made. Okay, like I've watched maps; they're they're completely desolate. There, there's just open spaces, and like there's nothing. There's no textures on certain things, and people are like, "Eh, it's fine. It's fine." That's the standard because you don't care. It's gonna be better. Gonna be better. It's gonna be better. They gave us 64. They're giving you less, and you're happy about it, right? Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. I'm thinking that I'm thinking I'm thinking that the lockdown and you being home alone in your house with an Xbox for two for two years, I think has done some damage. I'm pretty sure it's done some damage. Me personally, people who yeah, are excited, people who are excited about having less for more money have to be broken. You have to be broken inside. It's 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 ridiculous. Okay. Uh, the next story I want to talk about is like a, a kind of like a two-parter, right? So we know about the Activision stuff. Last week, it, it, it came out that, that Bungie has a toxic uh, uh, their, well work environment. They have a toxic work environment. What I, what I don't like, I'm going to glance over it. If you want an in-depth conversation about it. Uh, you need to read the IGN article first. IGN article. Read it yourself, guys. Then go watch Hoaglaw. He goes over the entire thing, okay? I read the article. I listened to him. Okay, I'm going to give you the gist of it. And I don't like I don't like the way IGN wrote the article, okay? Because nothing taken away from the people that were treated like shit at Bungie, right? I have my own two cents about Bungie, which I won't incorporate into this, okay? There was people that were mistreated at the, at the company, Bungie are a bunch of hypocrites because they came out and said that what Activision is doing is bad, bad Activision. Shame on you. And then this article comes out showing that they're just very, it's a very extensive article. Yeah. Just very extensive. Not as bad because they're, they're not, they're not doing the same things, but they're close. They're close. Some of the, some of the the, the things I'm saying is after Bungie condemned Activision, this article comes out and it's very lengthy. You know what I mean? Right. So so basically what what happened is that the article goes out and says that there's sexist, racist, white males at the company. And I thought the way, not because I'm white, right? The way it was written and, and, and talked about, I was like, that's not what's happening here. What's happening here is you have assholes in upper management positions, okay, that are assholes. Regardless if they're male, female, white, black, Chinese, whatever they are, whatever their whatever ethnicity and color of their skin are, upper management inside Bungie are run by a bunch of assholes. Okay. And I can confirm that I've met some of those assholes. Okay. So they are. Okay. Now, where the article goes and taking away from certain uh, certain people the community itself is a bit toxic itself okay led by the upper management which is led by the other people the hr person stepped down from from bungie um other people i wonder le- why other people left why. the company before this broke okay there's a lot of people that were exiting bungie before this the story uh months before the, the, the story came out and stuff like that. But it's it's funny to me that Bungie calls out Activision and then yet gets some of the same type of stuff at theirs where it's a bro culture, you know what I mean? Like a frat house type of mentality. Uh, 
guys wearing a shirt that says lap dances, you know, free lap dances. Uh, another person told, you know, uh, made a girl cry. I've been to companies that have made other men cry. It's just here's a, here's a point I want to take. Okay. Now the article doesn't really go into in depth of what these people's positions were. Cause they're anonymous. They don't tell you what their position was because they could figure it. Yeah, Bungo pulled the plug. I don't know if that's a tr if that's true. All right, so I don't know where it went out last. This is going to be interesting uh, to upload later because I don't think it's going to. Are, are we back? Yeah, we're we're back. We're back. Are we back? Man, once again, you cannot talk bad about Bungie. You you cannot talk bad about Bungie. We're doing fine for two hours. We're doing fine. Start talking about Bungie. Yeah, so mm -mm. so what I was saying, I don't know where I left nope. off, chat. I don't know where I left off, but um, basically, the, the article that was written, there's people that maybe spoke out of line or out of turn or whatever. And we again, we don't know the actual, like, official stuff that went on, right? We know an anonymous source, except for one lady that was, like, on the case of saying, you know, and she she stood up for it. Right. We don't know. We don't know if uh, people were how long they were there for, what their title was. Are they allowed to say certain things like another uh, one of the other things of uh, Devram saying the line of saying his partner and then they changed it at the last second to say Mark. Now, people go, oh, well, they're they're sexist or they're 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 uh, homophobic and stuff like that. And it's like. Well, hold up. There's a business side to this as well, where certain markets don't like that type of stuff. Okay. It doesn't make it that they're homophobic, like that they don't want to do it. At bare minimum, Bungie is a business. And if it hurts the bottom line, they're not going to do something. Right. So they have to hold their ground. So if someone said, well, that's my idea that you put in, but you pulled it and, you're, and you got hurt by that. That's on you because your ideas can be given. But that's why there's a hierarchy of what's going on. Now, the way the hierarchy worked there and the way, the way the article is written, there's a lot of assholes at the top that don't know how to manage. Okay? And that is the major problem that I see with Bungie. I've always said that Bungie has a problem managing money. Right? And this is why they, they blow through the money and they don't know what to do. And now they're building a 280,000 square foot studio and, and whatnot. So, and this is why the microtransaction store. So I think they have a problem deeper than we know about. Maybe it'll come out later down the road. But to threaten like the, the group, the writers of Destiny 2 with bringing in the writers from Destiny 1, that's not a threat. The Destiny 1 was like the shittiest story arc in the world. The, the, the famous line of, I don't have time to tell you what i don't have time to explain right i don't have time to explain what i don't have time to explain it's like that is the dumbest single-handed line ever written in any in, not in just video game form just in any kind of form okay but bungie has problems but it's 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 funny where they make fun of activision and they have their own internal problems now this is a bigger problem overall in the in the industry right uh it's a, it's a very uh culture of just wear and tearing on the employees and you know putting them through the grinders i say sarge right they they bring them in they're you're so happy to get a job happy and when you're lucky yeah you're so happy to get this job i know a bunch of people 
that I went to full sale with that still work for big companies that they, they get in and then they're grinded through. And it, the, the amount of people that I knew that worked in the business to the amount of people that are still working in the business, this the game industry, film industry, show pro industry with, with rock concerts and stuff, you just get grinded through the, the, the grinder, man. It, it, it takes a toll on you as many hours as you have to put. Okay. So working 12 hours, working 16 hours, working 22 hours, day after day for weeks, and then off. Happens in the video game industry, happens in the entertainment industry, happens in the, in the concert industry. Like, it is what it is. Okay. So one of the stories, though, that I wanted to bring up for Bungie is that the Bungie contractor reveals how the studio downgraded his Destiny credit. Uh, so Bungie initially contracted him to do the Grimmar cards and the, and the cartel Destiny lore, fragment fashion and jobs and whatnot. Okay. Uh, he references some of the, the article's claims before telling his own story. Writers getting rewrites at the last moment, sometimes just as lines were about to be recorded, and being told to grow a thicker skin about it. Now, at that, some of the Bungie's old guard were especially... Uh, uh, precious about the lore now after spending several months structuring the book and getting their their final proofs in the last stage before publication to go in the printer okay uh millen received an email one week before the book was due to go to press it told him to another individual would be added to the project and give the book a final pass to make suggestions the individual was a member of the so-called old guard who sent millen the following email at the time in the final pass of my goal is the only to make the book the best it can, it can be given. Given the insight and understanding on how they're cultivating the ideas attending the souls of the birth of these tales, I may have offered some last-minute challenge, challenges slash changes to make sure it reaches that goal, if you'll let me. Let all be paused a moment and admire the attending souls line, where the writer of the email certainly went into the tend uh, Millen's soul, the old guard making it clear that he had more knowledge and experience of destiny than he did. The emailer went on to question Millen's work in a fundamental manner while he chosen his particular structure while the chapters were ordered in the way that they so on. Millen goes on to give an example on how resp uh, to respond and the, the point it seems merely annoying rather than awful. Uh, Sarge, I don't know what you're doing. It's making like a, a, a noise. Like it's, I'm not doing anything. It made, made a wire. It's weird. Uh, no one spoke to me about it, he says. No one told me it was going to be changed. My credit was originally a lore cur curator because that's what I did. The curator of the lore, making things worse, the person that was added to the team, the old guard, had been around and given his title and was given the different title lore consultant, uh, consultant, which felt didn't reflect my role. Now, Millen wrote the following email and the senior leadership involved with the book, Hi. All of you to ensure that they're bringing this up, and all I know is this sensitive topic, but I also would like to talk about it and how I would credit it in the book. I feel like the lore uh, co consultant implies that I did not do much of the work for the volume. I feel like I was more active in the project being involved uh, since the first presence as the idea, working very hard to, to uh, culminate this and decided on which the Grimoire card should be included and what the given lore nerds and non-lore nerds best experienced. So they went on. And took his work, stole his work, changed his work, went behind his back, didn't like this is just one example of what's happening in Bungie. Sarge, what do you think of the article of IGN, what they did to Millen, what they what they're <clears throat> doing at Bungie? There's 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 two or three things that are happening. First of all, we don't have all the facts. And the and the part that the part that seems a little strange 
is the IGN article is very long and very detailed and nobody refuted it, right? After the article came out, nobody refuted it. That's number one. Now, I'm not saying it's 100% true, but there must be enough truth to where rebutting it wouldn't have made a difference, okay? The other thing is, is I don't like the angle that the reporter from IGN took, which is trying to side with racist, sexist intentions. Whereas you could just be talking about what is happening at the company as poor workmanship or poor, it's not, a, it, in, order, in order for you to say it's racist or sexist, it has to be proven. Right. You just can't blurt out stuff and say it because you feel that way. It's got to be proven that it is. Otherwise, it's just hearsay and conjecture. Understanding the list that's happened in the past, which has been proven understandable, but just because it happened then doesn't automatically guarantee what we're talking about is the same thing. However, everything that's talked about in the article should be looked at, right? And never mind the fact that the HR guy stepped down. Right. The fact was is that people complained to HR for legitimate reasons. They felt threatened at work. And the HR department did nothing. Okay? Did nothing. So what do you think was going to happen after this article plays through, yeah. right? So now the HR guy gets his golden parachute. He moves to a different company, not his fault. And we're going to move on. Like, he should be fired. Like, not, not golden parachute time. Fired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fired. Well, that's 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 one of the reasons I don't like the article. Is as it's, far as I'm not I'm not for or against poorly. Bungie. It's angled poorly. It's it's made it that they're they're racist and sexist, and that that's that's just not the, the work environment itself. Is there, there's so many things that we don't know about it, and just told from one perspective. With the facts that I was given, with the facts that I was given, I know I'm working for assholes. Yeah, I read through, that, the, I read through the entire article. Right. I'm working for assholes, right? Non-sociable, narcissistic, okay, entitled assholes, right? Number one, they don't know how to treat their employees, number two. At no time do, do those points have to be mixed in or attached to white supremacists, sexists, homophobic, wh whatever ist you want to put on there are not necessary for the conversation, right? The article being written, not refuted, and the HR guy resigning, okay, says everything. Like, you don't need the rest of that dog pile on there to try to make it more serious than it is. It's fucking serious. It's fucking serious. Oh. You don't need to dog pile. The correction right? is... Now, if it comes out at the end, after, after justice has been served and people investigate what has happened, if at the end result, and then on top of it, you find out that he's sexist, racist, homophobic... Then you could put that cherry right on top of the cake, the cake that you made all by yourself. You could put that cherry on top. But to use that as the basis of the whole article, right? Skews it because you are not making it, you're not making it serious anymore because of the climate that we're in. People will look at that and say that, oh, oh it's because of this. It's because of this. Like the real reasons why these people felt offended are facts. Right. Right. The facts are in. HR left. Nobody refuted the article. What am I supposed to say after that? Am I supposed to put my feet on my desk and say job done? No, bro. It's fucked up. Uh, just a, uh, Stealth is correcting us. It's uh, the HR person was a woman, not a not a guy uh, for the thing. 
Uh, Krebsy says, uh, might agree with me. So, uh, so Game Awards starts with Keeley has a speech saying people need to be treated better, aka Activision. Bungie had a trailer for Witch Queen during the show. The next day, the article is published saying that the Bungie also has awful things going on. Kind of weird. You don't drop the article before Game Awards. Right. Well, I got to get that money. Got to get that advertisement out for the for the for the stuff, right? Yeah. What what made that what made Keely's statement completely irrelevant is he took a stand on stage and then they played advertisements for the companies that he was talking about. Right. Like they paid to be there. Yeah. So then you took a stand and then immediately after he's done talking, there's a Warzone Destiny commercial. Uh, come on, bro. Come on. Are we taking it serious or not or, or not? What are we what are we doing? <clears throat> Yeah, so there's right. once again money talks. Money talks. Yeah. So that's that's the 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 budgie stuff. Um as far as I'm trying to see if there's any other any other stories that we have. The other ones are uh there's there's a rumor about siphon filter uh coming back out. Uh siphon filter, splinter cell, not siphon filter, sorry, splinter cell remake revealed by Ubisoft. Um, the original game is being made by Ubisoft's Avatar and Star Wars engine. Uh, the Splinter Cell remake has begun development at Ubisoft Toronto, and the developer has confirmed in a new press release, Ubisoft stated that the greenlit the development of the Splinter Cell remake that will draw from the rich canvas of the brand and will be built in the Snowdrop engine that's being used for Ubisoft's upcoming Avatar Frontiers and Pandora and the unnamed Star Wars Lucasfilm game title. This is the first major Splinter Cell release since the 2013, and it'll be the only remake that could mark the end of Ubisoft's uh, revisit the series, which the CEO, uh, Gilmont, uh, has noticed in the past. There you go. So Splinter Cell. I like Splinter Cell back in the past. Um, again, that's probably about three, four years off when it comes out. So, but nice to see that Splinter Cell is uh, is coming back out. Now it says it does say like a reboot, like a, a remake or whatever. So we'll see what happens with that. Did you ever play Splinter Cell, Sarge? Did you play Splinter Cell? Uh, the Metal Gear series I played. Siphon Filter. I don't believe so. If I did play the Siphon Filter, it was maybe Siphon Filter, Splinter Cell. I'm sorry, Splinter Cell. Uh, maybe the first one, way back when. Yeah, but after that, I don't think so. I I like the uh, I I like those. I when I was playing Spider Man, I I like the uh, the sneaking around trying to 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 do all that type of stuff. Uh, that's yeah, but I not like. everybody plays that way. No, I know some people just yeah. play gung ho. That's why I said I like sneaking around and stuff. Um. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, the end of episode two ninety. We had a lot of breakups here. We had a, a bunch of uh, can't talk about bungee disconnects and, and whatnot. I'll have to piece all that together in the uh, the after show. Um, we are going to continue playing the Spider Man series tonight. After I'm done here, I do appreciate everyone coming out. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, make sure you please share, like, and subscribe. Uh, you can also become a member over here on YouTube if you for $4.99, or you can become uh, a subscriber over on Twitch for $4.99, or you can use your Twitch Prime sub, which you have once a month. If you haven't used it on anybody, you can use it here, or make sure you use it on somebody across the platform. Uh, we do appreciate you very much for coming out and watching us. We're here live Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, where we go over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way. You can listen to us uh, over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. You can watch on YouTube, uh, past broadcasts of Twitch, or over on Spotify and video 
formats. We do appreciate you very much. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Oh, wait, Sarge, you're off of Twitter. I got to change the... Oh, the, no, the, I couldn't. It wouldn't let me quit. It, it, it wouldn't let you quit. Nope. You can't quit Twitter. Okay, so I, I, I canceled my Twitter account. Okay, so I put the password in. I put the password in. And it says, that's not your password. I said, okay. I forgot my password. Send me a new one. So I made up a new password, logged back in with the new password, said, I want to quit Twitter. Put your password in to quit. Put the new password in to quit. That's not your password. That's what it keeps telling me. Every time I try to quit, it tells me that the password I'm using is not my password, so I can't quit. So my Twitter's still there, guys. Guess what else is still on there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those pins are still for sale. $59.95. Uh, Stealth, I think I'm just going to do YouTube live. I think I'm just going to do just, just do YouTube and see if it works um, for, for the thing tonight. Um, I'm going to do double stream. I want to see if it fixes the problem. I don't know if it's the, the dual stream that's fucking it up or not. Um, I know yesterday Twitch had a problem. The other day YouTube had a problem. But that was on their end. And now... Uh, Oh, sorry. I got to tell you a story real fast. And Chad, I got to tell you a story. I went to dinner last night. I went to a steakhouse, right? I went to There's a your problem right there. Roadhouse. I went to Roadhouse, right? I, I, I ordered a... We, we got there and we sat down. It was pretty busy. And we're like, oh, man, it's pretty busy. We should order our food and then we'll get it sooner. So we we're there for 15 minutes. We got our food. Okay. I ordered a steak, medium rare. Okay. Medium rare. Okay. okay. My do you wife. Know what color that's supposed to be? Yes, I, I do. Okay. My okay. wife ordered a medium rare as well. Okay. Hers came out. It was cooked perfect. Like perfect. Okay. I cut mine open. And it's fucking raw, like in the middle. Okay. Raw. Okay. Raw rare. Okay. And I, I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, I need to send it. So I, 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 the, the end was cut, like, um, like cooked. So I took the, the corner and then I cut in the middle and I saw it and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, this is, this is not it. So I asked the, the waitress, I was like, hey, can you just put it back on there for a, a minute or two and, you know, and then bring it back to me, right? I wasn't being hostile in any way, shape, or form. At this point, I was, like, excited because I was having the steak and I was having my, my food. So they brought me the they, – they take the plate away, and it doesn't come back. It, it, Ten minutes go by. Fifteen minutes go by. Now, now it's leather. Right? So I'm like, how long are they fucking cooking this thing for? Okay. The waitress comes over and goes, did you get it back? I was like, no, you didn't come back. It's been 10 minutes. I said, it's now been longer than I originally sat here to get it originally. I was like, so I've been here now 25, 30 minutes, and I still don't have – and I, I've, I finished my sides. I, I've, I finished my potato. I finished my broccoli. I finished everything. You're already fucked. You're fucked. Right? So the manager comes over. We're talking 35, 40 minutes into this meal now, okay? Still don't have a steak in front of me, okay? Still don't have a steak in front of me. What's this conversation going to be about? The guy comes over to me and goes, uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to cover it for you, and, and I'll, I'll make you a new one. I said, fantastic. I said, I would like it medium rare, okay, like I ordered, not raw medium, okay? Right? So he goes, okay, and he walks away. He comes back, and as it's cooking, he's like, all right, I got it covered. It's, it's cooking right now. It'll be out in a couple of minutes. He's like, I go, so what happened to my steak? He goes, well, what happened was somebody – took it and gave it to someone at the bar. I said, hold up. I said, I cut into that steak. I ate the front part of that steak, like a one bite of it, and I cut it open. And you're telling me you gave it to somebody else and they took it? I was like, what the fuck kind of operation is this? I was like, who, who, right? 
So he's like, well, that, that's what happened. I was like, I, is, that, is that the story you're sticking with? I was like, my steak went to somebody else. I was like, okay. So then he comes out, brings me my steak, and he has it into go box like I asked because now we're leaving. I've, I've lost my appetite at this point. Okay. And he gets it. He goes, he goes, everything's in the bag for I go, oh, no, no, no. I go, I need you to open that up. And I was like, I'm going to cut into it. And I go, I hope it's at medium rare. All right. He goes, oh, Lord. Right. I take it out. I cut it open. It's cooked the exact same way as the first time. Okay. Now I've been, I've been here over an hour waiting for a fucking steak to get cooked. Right. At this point, I'm like in Zen. I'm in Zen moment. Right. Like I'm, I'm about to go ape shit on somebody. Okay. But I, I stay calm. And the guy goes, well, how did you want to cook? I go medium rare, medium rare. Do you see this? I go, this is like raw. So today I had a steak and I had to cook it in my house. <laughs> okay. I didn't pay for it because they, they, they took it off the, off the bill, but I was like, what the fuck is happening? where you can't get a steak. The, the funny part was that it was the exact same cook as it was before. It's, it's, it's crazy. So apparently, stream's telling me they crashed again. You know, I could put it in my phone right now. I just type in, what does medium rare look like? Yeah. And it shows you what medium rare looks like. So I don't know, I don't yeah. know how hard it is. Yeah. If you're a chef, you gotta cook medium rare. I know, I know sometimes it's hard. I get it, we're busy, you forget. You know, you put it, you know, because you got to cook it a little bit and you put it in the oven. It's not just always on the grill. I get it. But let's not, let's not fuck around. I, I don't usually send food back ever at all, but it was raw. It was raw. And I was like, I can't eat that. It's like, my brother-in-law would have. He, he likes it still mooing. Like, he, like, he just takes just his steak. ride it out. Yeah. Ride it out. Let me slap it <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the he, ass he and just, pour some <laughs> sauce on it. He just slides his steak across the, the top of the, of the stove, right? Like, it just, it just, it just touches, just touches it. And then he eats it. Right, he would have loved it. And might then, have been too and then, becomes, for him. and then he becomes a werewolf. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that's the show, guys. I do appreciate it very much, and we'll be we'll be streaming Spider Man uh, Miles Morales in just a few minutes, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care. Take Peace. care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.